0: Hey everybody, Matt, Jess and Dave here Sorry Jess, just butting
1: in quickly to let the listeners know that I'm going to be in Sydney uh, this week coming up the 8th to the 12th of May and uh, you can get tickets now via mattshieldcomedy.com then going straight to Brisbane on the 16th to the 19th so tickets for my show Dryer Dryer in Sydney and Melbourne. Sorry,
2: Matt, I'll just cut you off there. I just need to tell everyone that our quiz show, our web series is out right now. Do go on the quiz show. You can see it on Stupid Old Channel for free on YouTube. Type in, do go on the quiz show and you can see three episodes right now covering topics like Google, Queen Victoria, the Olympics,
1: and we've got five more episodes coming up. So like and subscribe, whatever that means. They are big topics too. And I said Sydney and Melbourne. I meant Sydney and Brisbane. Anyway, let's get on with the show.
0: I'm still here too.
1: <laughs> oh, Hey, Jess. Thank you.
2: And welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnke, and as always, I'm here with Matt Stewart and Jess Perkins. (gasps) Hello,
0: Dave.
1: Oh, gasp. Uh, Dave, it's so good to be here, and it's so good to be uh, alive.
0: No, I personally wish I was never born. And I'm pretty in the middle. (laughs) I'm I'm just
2: taking it day by day. Yeah.
1: Well, I I said it more of a statement. I meant, how good is it to be alive? Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, right. And I think it's pretty average. Huh. I'm in the middle. <laughs> yep.
1: You're lukewarm. Yeah. I'm piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> Jess has been cold for months. So Jess is frigid.
0: <laughs> yeah. I see. Well, Fridge and Jess, how
1: (laughs) does this show work?
0: Well, one of the three of us, Jess, Matt and Dave, that's us. Hello.
2: Hi. Hi.
0: No, shut up. We take turns uh, researching a topic usually suggested to us by our listeners. We go away. We um, read all about it. We write a little school report and we bring it back to the other two who listen politely, um, who support our friend with... Uh, kindness. Mm. And we usually get onto topic with a question. David, it's your turn to do a report this week. Have you written a question for us?
2: I have. Ooh, okay. okay. Can I answer your question? Yes. Great. And here is my question for you both to get onto topic. My question is who is described by historicuk.com as? This is their little uh, little summary to okay. get you sucked in to click the article. Her life provided tragedy and romance more dramatic than any legend. Perhaps the best known figure in
1: Scotland's royal history Queen Mary of the Scots. <laughs>
2: I will take that. That sounded almost like a Jeopardy answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you re-jumble it yeah, into exactly. the right order. <laughs> edit it in your own mind, which I did, and I'm going to take that as Mary, Queen of Scots. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: so there was no the in there, so he's wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Dave paid it. Dave <laughs> yeah, paid Dave it. For the, it. For the scoreboard, yeah. Dave pays. Exactly. Point for you. We are talking about Mary, Queen of Scots. This one was voted for by the Patreon, and this topic only won by two votes. Oof. This is one that I kept sending screenshots to both of you in our group chat saying, it's a tie. That's it's right. still a tie. I want to start researching, but it's a tie I even posted in the Facebook group saying, guys, if you haven't voted, please vote because it is a tie. Mary Queen of Scots jumped out by two, and this is out of hundreds and hundreds, close to a 1,000 votes. Whoa. That's how, how tight it was. That's tight. Tight at the top. But I think they chose as HistoricUK.com.com says. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, they chose a dramatic <laughs> dramatic story. Do you guys know much about Mary Queen of the
1: Scots. <laughs> uh no, I don't, I don't think I do. No,
0: I, I know there's been like modern films about Have you seen any of the I, I was going to say one. I haven't seen
2: any of them. <laughs> That's probably good because that would have given away quite a bit of the story. <laughs> oh. Even though that there are a few embellishes apparently in the story right. there. Right.
0: No, I know I know nothing. Um, about anything, but it's <laughs> ridiculous. Mm. Sorry, that was more of a general yeah, statement. Yeah, great, great, great.
2: I know nothing. You know nothing about anything, but zooming in on this topic, you also absolutely know nothing. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one, I
1: I nearly knew the name. And yes, that's that's something. not a bad start. Yeah,
2: honestly, yeah,
1: yeah, that is one step out of. Chance. As a proud partial Scotsman, mm-hmm. uh, a few generations removed, mm. I I'm stoked to finally learn more about her.
2: What do you know? Her surname.
1: Stuart. It is Stuart. Yes. But with a U, I think.
2: Yes, but we'll talk about that. I I put in a It's a French. I put a Stuart fact
1: in there just for this guy. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It's the wrong spelling, but you know. It's a cute attempt at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first name spelling. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, This one's been suggested by a few people. Thank you to Rachel Razzie from Brisbane, Lewis Gemmel from Glasgow, Sam Marklin from Melbourne and Josh Curry from Preston in the UK who suggested a specific part of the story. Thanks to all those people. And anyone can suggest a topic at any time. Don't even have to be on the Patreon. You go to dogoonpod.com. There's a little suggest a topic. For instance,
1: you could do it right now.
0: Do it right now. Pause this so that you can really focus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Think of something good. Suggest a topic.
1: Yeah. Doesn't even have to be something good. You can suggest anything. We just probably won't do it. Yeah, we'll just ignore the <laughs> shit ones.
0: But you can suggest anything, exactly.
1: And some people have suggested anything. Oh yeah. <laughs> and definitely, and there's a, a little section where you can explain why you think it's a good topic, and that's uh, that's a great chance to pitch it. Yeah. Mm. I, I often go off those pitches. The people who seem excited by it and give a few tantalising details. Yeah. yeah. Gets you pumped. Yeah, yeah. So to give a bit of backstory here.
2: Previously on the English monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. Honestly, I
0: love a previously on, except when because it was often on shows that uh, like came out week to week. Obviously, because that's how TV used to work. But when you're binging it now,
2: yes, it's like I know I just saw. this I gotta in the tell episode. you. Even then, I watch the previously because they often show bits that, like from about three episodes yeah. ago, that seemed insignificant, and I go, "Oh, great! I needed to know that. Great, yeah. exactly. Awesome. Now this I know. is going to be you relevant." For showing-
0: but also, sometimes I feel like that spoils it a little bit because I'm like, "Oh, okay, so they've just mentioned, oh, I have a fake brother," and you're like, "Okay, well now I'm, I'm going to find out about the fake brother." Yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes up. I'm yeah. like, "Spoilers."
1: Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoilers on that thing I already saw. Okay. Jeez. Spoon feeding it. Come on.
0: But I do love, I love bloopers and I love a previously on. Well,
1: this is kind of a a previously on. Bloopers? Oh. Yeah,
2: there'll be (laughs) bloopers at the end of the episode. Keep listening. (laughs) Honestly, there might be one. This kind of relates to, in many ways, a topic I did years ago on Henry VIII. Of course. Maybe five plus years ago I I did a topic. I
0: remember it just word for word, Dave. Yes,
2: but just for the people who don't remember, haven't heard it, Jess, I'm going to give a brief summary. But, of course, you can just zone out for the next five minutes. Thank you. Henry VIII, a man who broke up and rewrote the entire church and married six times, two of which ended when he executed his wives, all in the ruthless pursuit of political alliance and, more importantly, having a healthy male heir, which he did. Well, his heir was kind of healthy. He was a bit sick. But anyway, still, he had, he had a male heir, which was his lifelong goal.
1: Do you remember if in that episode I was annoyed that he didn't end up having eight wives? as a Henry VIII. It just doesn't feel... Yeah. Quite right, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a bit off. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a bit off. Come yeah. on, mate. It's a bit crook. Yeah, a yeah. couple more, mate. Come on.
0: Two Imagine more I pro- wives.
1: If I'm consistent, I am. I probably had that thought five years ago. Well. Yeah, probably. If
0: <laughs> anything I've ever said about you, it's your consistency.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. Consistently shit. They a call word. me
1: the human metronome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So sadly, only six wives. Sorry. Mm. In 1537, Henry's third surviving child and only son was born to Henry's third wife, Jane Seymour. And his name was Edward. Edward was the younger half-brother of Mary from Henry's first marriage to Catherine of Aragon and Elizabeth from his second marriage to Anne Boleyn. All three of these surviving children would go on to be king or queen of England. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Like usually, often, you know, there's, there's an heir and then the others are like, whatever. Isn't that wild? All, all from go. the
1: one family as well. That's crazy that they all made it to the top. Mm. You know, normally the odds of that must be pretty long.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting they all they all, and they all had
1: a, unless a there was good some go. sort of you know nepotism involved.
2: Oh no 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 no. They they, all all, got they on were their all they're yeah. all chosen by God and by the people. Yeah, Meritocracy. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Out of everyone in England, his three kids were the best.
1: Isn't that amazing?
0: That's wild, yeah. You'd be so proud as a parent. So You'd be stoked. (laughs) Proud as punch. (laughs) My three little freaks. Yeah. The best little freaks. Good on them. Don't know why I called them freaks, but it just felt right in the moment.
1: You always think that you love your kids because you you think they're the best, but that's just because they're your kids. But as it turns out, they are the best. (laughs) That's
2: proof. Sadly, he didn't live to see that, though, because for them to be the best, he had to die.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Right. Oh, weird system.
0: It isn't,
2: yeah. It's a bit old. Oh, he, he died on the day he was voted out as well, so you understand. That's rough. I had nothing to do with his
1: death,
4: really.
2: <laughs> uh, when Henry VIII died in 1547, his son Edward became King Edward VI at the age of just nine. Because he was so young, a council of regency governed everything. Now, religion plays an important part in this whole story, and it all goes back to Henry VIII. Mm-hmm. Because it turns out that changing the whole religion and church for your country just so you can remarry has lots and lots of ramifications. <laughs> what? Can you believe that? Changing everyone's religion and the church changes a lot. I don't see how that happens. Hmm.
0: I think you just go, okay, different now, and everyone just is cool with that. I don't see how that could change anything.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Because okay. there's no, I don't think there's any big quarrels or anything between the Protestants and Catholics.
2: Not that I'm aware of, no. Well, actually, Matt, I've got a couple coming up. Oh. Oh. Let me educate you about this.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, if they were just all remained as one church, there probably would never have been another war. Exactly. Wow. Gosh, he- Henry VIII, I'm starting to turn on him.
0: <laughs> I think he might be a bit of a C word. <gasps> <laughs> a, a
1: charlatan? Oh.
2: <laughs> well, he was. But no more. Because long story very short, Henry wanted to annul his first marriage to Catherine of Aragon after nearly 24 years together, which is pretty amazing being like, this marriage doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> 24 years. <laughs> yes, we have a child, but no, we never, um, we didn't consummate, no. No. Henry was a devout Catholic growing up, but the Pope refused to grant the annulment. So as monarch, Henry made himself the head of the Church of England. Which was no longer Catholic but rather Protestant. Protestantism had recently taken off as a protest to the Catholic Church. Hence the name. So- oh, oh, so he didn't
1: start it was already kicking off before he Yeah, like Martin got Luther
2: had already gotten in there and sort of it was spreading around a bit, and then he was a bit like, Well, if you're not gonna let me divorce, you know who does? Protestants. So yeah, right. that's where we are. Gotcha. Now, and I'm in charge of the church. I'm the head. So, England went from being very Catholic to very Protestant, and his son, Edward VI, had been brought up Protestant because he was the third child and grown up with Protestant advisers acting on his behalf. Mm. But when Edward died, his older half-sister Mary was next in line to the throne. The problem was she was from Henry's first marriage and she'd grown up extremely Catholic. Right. So, there were fears that if Mary came in, she would undo her father's changes to the church, and this would be bad news for the people Currently in power. Right. They're like, oh, we might get punished. So we'll try and keep her out. So before he died, Edward VI named his heir as his Protestant cousin, Lady Jane Grey, who upon Edward's death was proclaimed queen. For nine whole days. Whoa!
0: And then she was like, "I don't like this. Yeah, yeah this
2: is a lot more pressure than I thought." I think it would I'm, be. I'm just
0: going to go be a baker. Yeah. <laughs> I just really... really, I just like, I like the routine of it. I like the. Mm. I love know, early mornings. I'm a, I'm a morning. I'm an I'm an early bird.
1: <laughs> early start, early finish. You know, that's what I I've like.
0: Got, I've got the afternoons to myself to just like you know, work on some creative project. All of this is a bit much for me. And you know what, Jane? That's fine. Yeah, exactly. You find what you love
2: and do it. You never feel like you worked a day in your life. Exactly right. Lady Jane. Lady Jane Grey, the nine-day queen, they call her. But Henry's oldest daughter, Mary, and her supporters marched on London, and most of Jane's supporters abandoned her. So the Privy Council of England suddenly changed sides and proclaimed, Mary, no, you are the queen. You're the queen. (laughs) On the 19th of July, 1553, deposing Jane, who sadly was later executed.
0: Oh, for what? Just wanting to be a baker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay. So what, the, pro- the Catholics, whoever, they don't like bread? Oh, you fuck up a half dozen cinnamon scrolls one time.
1: She's
0: new. Straight to the block. Give yeah. her a chance. Come on. She's only just become a baker. <laughs> She's an apprentice.
1: It's ridiculous. Oh. I'm furious. I'm
0: upset about that.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Lady Jane. I love bread. I love Lady Jane.
0: Now where we're getting bread.
1: Yeah. Is that why Catholics have that flat bread? Ugh. Because they killed their best baker.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sticks to the roof of your mouth. Mm. Can I had the pleasure, me, had the pleasure of roll. eating
1: Jesus? No.
0: Well, you don't get to. You gotta go through a few steps before you get to eat Jesus, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. You don't know. go straight to eating Jesus. You can't you know what though? No, I won't. But just like you could just go up. They don't check.
1: <laughs> really? They don't check your ID card? No. Well, I think they would know though. God they'd look would at Dave know. and they'd go, oh <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the holy water and <laughs> Steam off his forehead It'd curdle Yeah
2: (laughs) Somehow Are those horns, young man?
1: (laughs) Mary was
2: Mary the First Which she was in more ways than one Because she was the first woman to successfully claim the throne of England And she did reverse her father's changes to the church And reconnected with the Pope and the Vatican Making England Catholic again As feared, she had 283 of her Protestant opponents executed Mostly burned at the
1: stake Well, now... (sighs) As a Catholic, I'm sure she's thinking, "What would Jesus do?" <laughs> and I think he would kill his enemies. <laughs> Very spiteful. They believe Jesus. in a slightly different Jesus. They should die. Well, <laughs> yeah. they believe in the same Jesus, slightly differently.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was known to her Off enemies. With their heads. <laughs> oh, was that her? <laughs> she's known to her enemies, and now history is Bloody Mary. Ah, uh, okay.
1: Mm. Which came first, the uh, hair of the dog or the queen? Uh, both born on the same day. Okay. <laughs> Cheers to this queen.
2: Oh, what's that? Bit of tomato juice and I added
1: Tabasco. (laughs) Tabasco and celery. This shouldn't work. But it does.
2: Mary was queen for about five years and had no heir when she died in 1558, so her younger half-sister, Elizabeth, was her successor. She became Elizabeth I, famed queen and namesake for the Elizabethan era. But guess what? She changed the religion back establishing an English Protestant church, of which she became the supreme governor. She then established the Elizabethan Religious Settlement over four years, which charted a course enabling the English church to describe itself as both Reformed and Catholic, a sort of middle road between Roman Catholicism and radical Protestantism known as Anglicanism. Just to throw a bit forward, Elizabeth will also be a main player in today's story about Mary. But in summary, that's England during this time. Imagine how wild that was for the people to be like, you're Catholic. No, now you're this new thing. You're all Protestant and the king's ahead of the church. And then Mary's like, no, you're Catholic again. And then Elizabeth comes in and says, no, you're a new thing, but not Catholic. This all happened in a 24-year period. Wow. Great time to be a journalist. Mm. A lot happening A lot of yeah, news yeah. yeah, safe time to be a journalist, absolutely <laughs> And for years, after those that are in power are worried that someone new will come in and change it all again So they've seen so much change that they're worried it'll keep Because every time someone comes in, they're like, hey, you were with the last lot, get out mm. So people are constantly trying to, you know,
1: save their own skin Like, be craving some stability Exactly But will they get it? Oh, I guess we're about to find out <laughs>
2: Well, actually, going back a little bit, about halfway through the time I just talked about, in 1542, up in Scotland, where they had their own separate kingdom in Linlithgow Palace, the woman that is the centre of this episode was born. Her name was Mary.
0: Oh, okay. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see it (laughs)
2: coming. Her father was King James V of Scotland from the House of Stuart. Her mother was his second wife, a French woman, Mary of Guise. The only surviving child of James V, the king, was not happy that she was a girl, and he died just six days after her birth. He was already unwell, but some claimed he died of disappointment, which is a brutal start for Mary. Mm. Is
1: that something you can die of? <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I just want to put that out there. But yeah, I've never, I've never heard of that.
2: I think it's possible if you are either already sick and dying or you've drank contaminated water. It's the two real reasons
1: I read why he died. He drank very disappointing quality <laughs> <Yeah>. water. <laughs> I'm disappointed in this, but I can't stop drinking. <laughs> and his, so his wife was the was a geezer. Yeah, she was Mary of Geese. Uh, That's cool. The original geezer. Love that. Where's Geese? In France. Ah, uh, oui. <laughs> uh, oui. Oui, <laughs> uh, oui. Bon, oui. bon.
2: Mary became baby Queen of Scots when her father died, being declared Queen of Scotland when she was just six days old, which is quite young. Mm. I think we can all agree. Too young. A, a real, can't, if, really, if, you, if you can't hold your head up, you can't be queen. I, I reckon you, it just shows you a real high achiever.
1: Heavy know? is the head that holds the crown. It also and doesn't have the neck. And doesn't have neck muscles, neck yeah. muscles yet. <laughs> yeah. just. I mean, just a crown with neck muscles apparently is pretty heavy. Yeah. Jeez, that baby. I, I guess I would have had to have. Use some sort of a system, maybe a couple of sticks, you know, some, some <laughs> masking stick tape up. wrapped around it, yeah. duct or, tape. Or get like a tummy crown. Oh, yeah. Put it over. Yeah, tummy crown. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so she's Queen of Scotland at six days old. Mary was also related to the English royal family, as she was the great-granddaughter of King Henry Seventh. Her grandmother, Margaret Tudor, was Queen of Scotland and also the older sister of Henry VIII. Right. So
1: her great uncle is King Henry VIII. Right.
2: Uh,
0: Yeah, okay. It's
1: starting to get a little bit... Yeah, this family tree is starting to get a little bit... uh,
2: I'm going to need a diagram. Yeah, Yeah, but basically her grandma was Henry's older sister. Yeah. So she's got Tudor blood because that's what their is called, the Tudors. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I'm starting to feel like, you know, George of the Jungle chopping through the, the overgrowth of this family tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting lost in here. It's a jungle. <laughs> this isn't a tree. It's a bloody jungle.
2: <laughs> this family jungle. <laughs> well, fortunately, it doesn't get too much more complicated than that. But because of this, because she's got Tudor blood, she was actually next in line to the English throne after her great uncle of Henry VIII's kids. Right. Basically, if they don't have children, she was next up. Okay. And that's very important to the story. Yeah. Being only six days old, to be honest, she wasn't much of a queen to begin with. <laughs> sure. I think we'll all be Jeez, surprising. Dave. That's brutal. First she's killed her dad and now she's a shit
0: queen. I mean... What have you done at six days old? What was... have you done at 32?
1: Days old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go through my life <laughs> month at a time.
0: Yeah, figure out what
2: you've done.
1: There was a queen who only lasted 7 days and 9, na- nine days, apologies.
2: <laughs> you really all right? he's a real round down kind of guy. <laughs> what is basically a week. She's like it was 9 days. All right. It's basically a fortnight. Oh.
1: This one wasn't queen for 6 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, makes you think, doesn't it? It does.
2: (laughs) So she's she's a baby, and others really try to take advantage of this. Her great uncle, King Henry VIII, who was still alive at this point, arranged for Mary to marry his son Edward, hoping to bring England and Scotland together.
1: Oh, baby wedding,
0: baby wedding! But also, kind of eliminates her from
2: taking over, doesn't it? Absolutely. By together, I mean Scotland would be under the thumb of England because he would you know, the king would be more in charge. Yeah. So it's great for Henry if he could pull off that coup. When Mary was six months old, they signed a treaty stating that she would marry Edward, which I know sounds a bit weird, but don't worry, she wouldn't have to marry him until she was 10 years old.
0: Oh, that's nice. And how old would he be by then?
2: Uh, I think he's a few years older.
0: Okay. Yeah, perfect. He would, he would
1: also be, he'd be a young teen.
0: Perfect.
2: Yeah, great. Oh, that's very reasonable, very thoughtful yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, and on is, on. This, is
1: this in a time where that is uh, uh normal? I think
2: for this kind of... Like king and queen. Because people used stuff. to
1: die at forty or something, right? So ten is sort of the equivalent of thirty. Oh, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we live to one hundred and twenty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he does maths.
2: <laughs> how how many dog years were people living back then? Oh.
1: <laughs> how old were dogs? Were dogs only
2: lived till two?
0: Oh god, that's tragic. That is tragic.
1: I think dogs lived the same amount of time. So back then, dogs just lived years. Oh, dogs ruled the world. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Henry VIII was a bit of a dog.
2: <laughs> so there's this treaty that says Mary's going to marry Edward. However, many Scots opposed this treaty as, like Mary, they were Catholic and they decided to break the agreement. Henry VIII was furious and sent his army to attack Scotland and this period is known to history as the Rough Wooing.
4: <laughs> Seriously.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hearing historians say it, it's very funny. The Rough During wooing. the Rough Wooing, Henry VIII... <laughs> The rough wooing. The rough wooing. See, that's
1: dog stuff again. (laughs) All right. Why you marry me? Want to go on a date?
4: (laughs) Rough, (laughs) rough.
1: Oh, no.
2: So that's the rough wooing. England were pissed off and there were a bunch of battles and sieges. Scotland were a bit worried, so they sided with fellow Catholic France. King Henry II of France proposed to unite France and Scotland by marrying Mary to his three-year-old son, the Dauphin, the future King Francis. And this got France on side and then England were like, okay, we'll back down because we're scared of France. So Scotland had safety but Mary had to move to France when she was six years old and she grew up in the French court with the children of King Henry of France in magnificent royal palaces. living A a life of luxury, she'd been sent over with four ladies in waiting who were all her age and their names were Mary, Mary <laughs> Mary and Mary. All together. These four Marys lived with Mary.
0: And so sorry. So her ladies in waiting, who were typically there to like they do everything for the queen. They dress her, they like yeah. feed whatever. Everything she does. They're her age as well. So You're they're right. also six. They grow
2: up together, yeah. Being basically it's like little
1: mates, little companions prep kids. What do you? Oh, what do you do? You you're at school? You school yet?
0: No, I'm a lady and waiting. But they're also supposed <laughs> the to know like what their title, but they're, they're just children. Yeah, they're yeah. supposed to
2: advise her as to, that's quite unladylike, you shouldn't be doing that. But they're like, no, nah, I like Pokemon. And
0: they're all growing up together <laughs> and then at some point she's their boss.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's
0: a fucked dynamic. <laughs>
2: very strange. And it's also- the- Send
0: adults to look after that child.
2: <laughs> so there's five Marys-
0: that's like, so it good. sounds like
1: a reality show. Doesn't it? Five baby Marys The House of Marys.
0: Five baby Marys in a palace in France.
1: <laughs> Married at first sight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's done it. He's done it. He's done it. <laughs> I think I did the voice well. He the title. In Let's find out what these baby Marys do next.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're locked in the palace with no help. There's yeah. just security cameras watching their every move.
0: Which baby Mary will walk away with 100,000 pounds? <laughs>
1: I don't even watch reality TV. They're all the same. Yeah, that sounds right to me. So yeah, is this the time? Because I, as I understand it, Stuart got um, changed the wrong spelling because the French didn't have a W or something like that.
2: Sorry, well, I mean they've got a, a W. Okay, it's a doubly V, please. Um, but it was so that's what eight French lessons will get you. A <laughs> V. W. <laughs> it was when France, it was then in France that Mary adopted the French spelling of the surname. So she changed it from S T E W A R T to the more French S T U A R T. And that changed the whole family from then on. Yes. But before that, they were the Correct. same spelling as you. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Some people, I've had, I've had <laughs> U these, this, this filth. I've had some of them come up to me trying to ta- say that they were the original spelling and it makes me fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to them? Well, I just sort of politely go, oh, I don't, oh, I don't think that's right. And I go, no, it is. I go, all right.
0: All right. Next time, if I'm there too, we'll come up with a code word. You bring me in okay. and I'll fucking go
1: on. <laughs>
4: <Okay>. <laughs>
0: What's the code word? Because we've got a well, no, we can't come up with that. On pod. Oh, okay. Okay. has to be correct. a secret code word. Yeah, good one. Sorry. Um, But, you know, the, Matt, we've got to re- protect your sweet boy reputation. <laughs> but I've ruined mine already. So. You just savage them. Yeah. She'll okay. turn on a dime. All right. And on anybody who says, my Maddie's wrong, I'll fucking kill you.
2: Yeah. Wow. She'll kill.
4: Yeah.
0: Sorry, I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Your Honour.
1: I don't recall killing anyone. I don't think
2: I, don't think I did, Your Honour. That's so weird that Justice disappeared and Jason Statham appeared in the room.
4: <laughs> Maybe
1: I'm good at voices. Yeah, yeah you are. I'm a Megalodon.
2: <laughs> he is the Megalodon. Is that what I happens in part two? I
1: haven't seen it, but yeah, I assume he is a Megalodon. He is a
2: Megalodon. I have seen it and I can't confirm that's right. <laughs> megalodon. So she becomes the French Stuart. And in fact because she grew up and came of age in France Britannica writes French now became her first language yeah. And indeed in every other way Mary grew into a French woman rather than a Scot
0: Yeah I'm disappointed because I like the Scottish accent mm. It was nice imagining that But mm. you now I've got to imagine French An, an ugly language
1: Yeah hideous <laughs> So
0: language. just oh disgusting to listen to.
2: So unsexy. Yeah. Everybody <laughs>
0: says it, everybody knows it.
1: I mm, wonder how she becomes Queen of Scots. Right mm. now it feels more like she's Queen of Francs. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay to say that? Is that right? Is that what they call themselves? Francs. So yeah. Because
2: I don't have a word for France in France. Uh, have you heard that before?
1: Ah uh, yeah. It's beautiful language. <laughs> a lot of holes in it though.
2: Is that true or is that not is that a joke? <laughs> Well, they don't call themselves France. (laughs) (laughs) They don't? No. Francais? France.
0: France. (laughs) They don't call themselves France. They don't.
2: It's ridiculous.
1: Do they they know how they sound?
0: We go over there and we say, hello, it's nice to be here in France, and they're like, I do not know what you're talking about. (laughs) They never
1: understand what anyone's talking about, the French. Pardon? Stuff like uh, that. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> hey, you don't speak in my accent. <laughs> how can I? Oh, how do you think everyone's just going to speak in everyone's accent all of a sudden? <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Australians, we're very, we're very adaptable and we're not sensitive at all. If you don't
1: say it exactly perfect, I've got no idea what you're saying. That's Matt having a breakdown in the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> so your seat is this way.
0: What the what fuck are you, what are you talking about? What? Where am I sitting?
1: See, that would seem ridiculous, wouldn't it? <laughs> now flip it around. <laughs> uh, yeah, your yeah, seat at the MCG
2: is <laughs> just over here, love. I do not understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: The MCG. That's our Moulin Rouge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Two very cultural sites. Oh, beautiful place for art. So Mary, she's re- she was reportedly very beautiful with long red hair and not her value because she was also very intelligent and learned to speak French, Italian, Spanish and Latin, enjoyed hunting, writing poetry, dancing and horse riding. When she was older, she would apparently dress as a stable boy and ride incognito around Edinburgh. Love that. Which is fun. She was also by many accounts an extremely charming woman and anyone who spoke to her would fall under her spell. Is that, uh, does that remind you of anybody? Or?
1: Well, I've got her blood, so yeah, I assume <laughs> yeah. it does.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got it in a little vial. <laughs> I've got her blood. <laughs> I got it. I went there and I got it. Now I have it, it's mine. <laughs>
2: I
0: got it on the dark web.
4: <laughs>
2: it was so weird. I got fifty liters of it. <laughs> I said, "Is that is that a lot?" And they were like, "Yeah, it's a fair bit." I've got all her blood. <laughs> I've got it <her> all. <laughs> I reckon they were milking it or something. <laughs> so
4: weird. <laughs> fifty liters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how much blood do we have in us? I think it was like eight, was it Was seven or eight litres or something? Was it three or four? Fuck. <laughs> Google it. Quick, Jessica. I need to know. Because sound you, like an idiot.
0: Because you can only give like a pint's worth when you're donating At blood, right? At a time. Yeah, sure. But then yeah. it makes more. So that's what's crazy.
1: We milked it for a whole lot. How
0: many <laughs> litres of blood? It's a weird thing. Weird thing to Google, uh, five
2: liters. There we go. Great. It was <laughs> some, some, somewhere between. What I was an saying. an average yeah.
0: adult has just under five liters of blood circulating around the body. That's so from blood.gov.au.
1: Oh yeah, oh, I trust blood.gov.au. <laughs> I um, I think what we did was we took her five liters. Yep. Waited till she regenerated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took, took another took five. Another oh five. yeah, yeah. Repeated the process. Yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> Back in Scotland, her mother, I remember, also called Mary. Ruled Scotland as her regent. So she's technically still Queen of Scotland, but because she's under 18, mum's in charge. And like a mother, Mary was reportedly very tall. In fact, she was a giant for the time, standing 180 centimeters or five foot 11. I read one article in the BMJ Medical Journal, try to put it into context. It says she was five foot 11 in height when the average woman was around four foot 11. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. She's huge. So. They've worked it out. She was the equivalent of a woman these days who would be six foot five in comparison. To yeah, other people. wow. Tall. And she, they write she was probably one of the tallest women in Europe.
0: I don't understand how one eighty centimeters is five eleven.
1: Yeah, I think one eighty two is six, or one eighty three is six.
0: Yeah, it's crazy that it's just like because yeah, I'm one seventy, and I'm five foot seven. Well, that makes sense. He's four inches
2: taller than you. I know. I'm just saying. Like oh, it's, right. it's
0: it's like a, it's only ten centimeters difference, but it's a lot yeah. of inches
2: <laughs> four so she but she was <laughs> not I've mean. never seen you do
1: a regret face <laughs> yeah. but can I just say four inches is huge so <laughs> so basically if she wanted to she could play for the opals absolutely of yeah. the day <laughs> yeah yeah
0: probably not the opals though because that's Australian
1: right but part of the Commonwealth oh yeah true which probably didn't exist at this time I don't know probably well, Australia is a country I don't think the opals did Mm. <laughs> um, interesting points Yeah, no, yeah. would have probably played I don't think basketball existed now that we're talking about it God. But she would have played for the equivalent she was really ahead of her time Of the Australian women's basketball team Yes, if, if it Australia had existed Australia or basketball Or, basketball or, or women women's
0: basketball Or, or the Opals Or the women If women existed, yes
1: Australia is a country As, a, as a, a, a place, it did exist I Absolutely did I don't want anyone And so did Opals <laughs> I don't want anyone out there thinking Hang on when did the land of Australia Just fall? pop up. I'm just talking about the, the name, the yes. word Australia, yes. the country. There was uh, quite a lot of nations here before then.
2: That's correct. And like I said, opals too. Opals so. were here also.
1: Yeah, I think they were starting to form mm-hmm. around yeah. this time. <laughs> <laughs> they were starting to come good.
2: <laughs> so yeah, she's she's a Lauren Jackson of her day. That's right, a
0: perfect example, thank you. To put context is she- Yeah, she's like, when when she's a foot taller than the, the average, an average yeah, person.
2: That's very tall. Which is, is wild. Tall. In April 1558, at the age of 15, Mary married the 14-year-old Dauphin Francis in Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. Mary Stuart was very fond of white and insisted on wearing that colour, even though white was regarded as the colour of mourning in 16th century huh. France.
0: Really? So what, what colour would you wear to a wedding typically? Black. God, maybe. I don't they know. Flipped I did, it. didn't know. Interesting. Because now it's sort of like... Obviously, white's a wedding colour, but you can not You can wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But it's kind of cool that all the way back then she's like, no, I'm going to wear what I like. I like this colour. That's
2: cool. Either that or she was like, I don't want to marry
1: this guy. I'm in mourning. Or yeah. she's thinking, I'm mourning my single life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Her father-in-law, the King of France, soon died from injuries sustained whilst jousting.
4: Ugh, that'll pretty, do it. Pretty
2: bad. That'll do it. And Mary became both Queen of Scotland and Queen of France- with her husband, King Francis II. Not bad. Not, not a bad event you? in your teens to become queen of two countries now.
0: I don't know. It's just like, you know, I thought I was a bit of an overachiever because in grade six I was blue team captain and school captain.
2: Wow. Was that the first time that had ever happened? Probably. They didn't think about sharing the leadership positions around?
0: No, I was just a natural leader. Okay, great. Um, And they wanted to foster that in, in 12-year-old Jess, and yes. I think that's nice.
2: And you obviously grew up to be school captain as well. I mean drama captain. Drama captain. Sorry.
0: Again, the leadership. So, um it's strong in me, but she's she's leading two countries and I can't help but feel like that maybe Trump's being mm. school captain and Blue Team captain.
2: I don't know. I th- I see both of them as a, a country in themselves.
0: Okay, great. Oh, cool. All right, then yeah, I can relate.
1: Great. Also, in fifteen fifty eight. Sorry, Dave. I found, according to LoveToKnow Here we go. I love to know.com uh, um, <laughs> Although there were few a few exceptions, such as Mary Queen of Scots, who wore a white dress to her wedding in fifteen fifty eight. Women typically wore other colors, which would have, uh, which could have included blue, red, yellow, green, or even grey.
2: So just colors. They just <laughs> yeah. wore a colored dress. I love
1: about it's, it's not did. Could have included. Could wow. have. For example, I've thought of these colors and I've written them down. So, this shouldn't be called love to know it. It should be called love to speculate. <laughs> I
2: love that's, to have a guess. That's
0: interesting. I wonder when White sort of became there.
1: Apparently, just 1840. According to this, uh, I've just Googled and this came up on a page called wikipedia.org. Hmm. I guess it's like wedding ik- Wikipedia. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, use that. 1840. actually use 1840. that website to plan my wedding. Very useful. Yeah, right. Queen Victoria. She, she was the one that kicked it off, obviously. Ripping off Mary, Queen of Scots. Yeah, wow. 300 years later. Also in
2: 1558, in England, her cousin Elizabeth I was crowned Queen of England and she had no children. This meant that Mary was next in line to the throne in England as oh, well. Oh, she's racking them was up. She really, yeah. And also they're Queen of England and Ireland at the time. Oh, right. yeah. So she's got the chance to do...
1: She's like a Voltron Yeah,
2: <laughs> put them all together. She's got France, Scotland potential to add England and Ireland as well. That's only if Elizabeth doesn't have children, so we'll see what happens. In fact, many Catholics believed that Henry VIII's marriage to Elizabeth's mother, Anne Boleyn, was invalid because he divorced his first wife, and they don't believe in divorce. Mm. They therefore thought that Elizabeth's claim to the throne was illegitimate, and that Mary was therefore the rightful Queen of England. Right, yeah. In fact... This was the position stated by Mary's father-in-law, the King of France, before he died. He claimed the thrones of England and Ireland and Mary, Queen of Scots' name. And this decision got Elizabeth's attention and both outraged and disconcerted her. All of this was the beginning of a very famous rivalry between the queens, Mary and Elizabeth, that would last over 25 years, during which time the two would write many letters back oh, and
1: forth. I didn't realise it was going to get that nasty.
4: Yeah.
2: Come on,
0: girls, let's play nice. <laughs> Get me my
2: quill. <laughs> You're the Twitter spat of the day. <laughs>
1: Let's just say the letters were written. Okay.
2: Sometimes they were very loving and Elizabeth would sign off your most assured sister and cousin. Okay. So sometimes it'd be quite nice, but just
1: instantly sort of contradicting yourself
2: there. Yeah. Which one is it? How oh, that royal family. Oh yeah. Very probably. possibly both. Could be your mum yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> other times they would try and put each other in their place with regards to claims to the throne or try and Sort of outdo each other a bit It's a strange relationship that, that takes many forms Over the two and a half decades But it starts with Elizabeth being affronted That Mary had family saying That she should be Queen of England and Ireland As well as Scotland and France And Elizabeth obviously was not happy to hear that So that that's what started the, the mm. chain of letters
1: That well, sounds like she's a little insecure in herself
0: Instant cure. yeah. She sounds insecure to mm. me An instant cure
2: <laughs> An instant cure for the blues Write an angry letter that was just cruel, Jess.
0: What? I'm just agreeing with you. She sounds insecure.
1: <laughs> Is it cruel to back up a friend?
0: Yeah, sorry. I know we're usually the sass twins, but this time I just felt like being supportive.
1: Why are you acting like a French person right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you don't say it perfectly, I don't understand what you're talking
2: about. What are you saying? I don't know what it means. <laughs> Why are you acting like a French person? <laughs>
1: Uh, big love to all our French listeners. We love our I know French there's listeners. some great French listeners out there. Just a bit of fun. Bit of fun amongst friends. Bit of
2: fun. Mm. I love but your language. I love your language. I'm doing the lessons right now. But don't
0: say anything about us. We cannot handle it.
1: <laughs> we are very... <laughs> <laughs> We're givers. We're not takers. We're not takers. Okay? We
0: cannot handle it.
1: Please. We're very fragile. Let
0: us shit all over you. Yes. End of conversation.
1: Because that's that's what we do. That's at our culture. That's right. We're larrikins. Yeah. <laughs> we like to make fun. Exactly. But you do not dare make fun <laughs> of us. We cannot take we it. We do not
0: like it. You can't bully the bully. <laughs> we don't like it. It's not allowed. Stop it.
1: That's, uh, that's very true what we're saying. We're yep. saying it like a joke, but it's true. It's please, quite true, yeah. please don't make tweets. of us. Please, no mean
0: <laughs> tweets. Something that we really need to work on as a nation. I can't, yes. I can't
2: handle it. Right, very as sensitive. a nation, as yeah. a nation. <laughs> Sadly for Mary, her reign as Queen of France was short-lived as 1560 was an absolute shocker of a year for her. First, her husband Francis died, leaving her a widow at just 18, which is obviously a bummer personally, and she also stopped being the Queen as the King's younger brother took the throne. Right. How did he die? Do you know? Uh, I think it was just... No, I do remember, actually. He got an ear infection that moved into his brain. Whoa. Damn. Which is nasty. An inner ear infection. That's full
1: on. Doesn't get much more inner ear than your brain. (laughs)
2: Mm-hmm. So in in one year it came out the
1: other. Yeah, jeez. His brain. Wow. Now that is that's no good for her. Mm-hmm. Or is it good for her? It's like you know she's got one less responsibility now. Yes,
2: but she's also like in France she's quite safe because they're at the time a re- relatively stable and strong country.
1: Right. Do they still? You know, see see her as one of their own. Yeah,
2: she probably could have stuck around, but also in fifteen sixty, this is why it's such a bad year, back home in Scotland, her mother Mary, who'd been ruling on her behalf, died. Oh man. So she had she said, I've got to go back to Scotland.
0: Yeah take over my kingdom. That's right, because she's 18 now. She's
2: 18. I can be the ruler, and if I don't get back there, someone else will take over. So she's got to leave the safety of France, go back to Scotland, a place she hadn't been since she was a child. And returning home, she encountered a nation in the turmoil of their own religious reformation, as the nation had become Protestant while she was away. And to many, she seemed like an alien queen from a different country and also a different religion. They yeah. were like, you're not even Scottish. You're not even Protestant.
0: I mean, she, yeah, she's fully raised in... Yeah. In France, she, France, she goes I for the big. Uh,
1: obviously, this is why she goes for the big rebranding. I imagine she gets a team around her, and mm-hmm. that's when they come mm-hmm. up with Queen of Scots. Yeah, what do you yeah. mean I'm not Scottish? She's
2: wearing a lot of tartan. She's got a new
1: logo. It really is the rebrand of the century because yeah. we all know her as Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah, but the
2: first eighteen years, people were like, "You're not. You're not. You're, you're
4: French."
0: Not yeah, like she's putting on a pretty bad Ugh. Scottish accent, but. She's trying. It's a hard one to go from French to Scottish, I reckon. (laughs) That really, really Mm. is.
1: And we means such different things in the two countries as well. That's true. Neither of them correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, just joking.
2: (laughs) So she went back. She she did her best to manage hostile Scottish noblemen who were pretty keen on protecting their own self-interests, but she managed well with the aid of her half-brother, The illegitimate James Stewart, the Earl of Moray. Hmm. More on that James Stewart later. Mm. And more on this whole exciting story after these brief messages. She hoped for a supportive partner and also to have an all-important heir. Many potential suitors were interested across the kingdom and Europe. One man really put himself out there. You're going to have a real go at this guy's name. A French courtier by the name of Pierre de Bossacel de Chastelard, who had fallen in love with Mary in France and he had become infatuated with her. Huh. He- well, it
0: could go either way. That could be sweet or creepy. Okay. What do you think of this? Uh, Yeah. This, We're going to okay. play a game
2: called Sweet or Creepy
1: okay.
0: now. Well, okay. okay yep. I want to play, but also, like, it doesn't really matter what I think. It all matters is what Mary thinks. Yeah, okay, great. Oh, but like,
1: but put- She's dead.
0: <laughs> so, we can't even ask. <laughs> all, right, all right.
2: All right. All right. So, we'll have to sweet or
0: creepy?
1: defer to you. Sweet okay. or creepy. I'm guessing just because you're asking a question, it's going to be creepy. It's
2: going to be super sweet. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it's, it's Dave.
0: Dave. asking. He's a sweetie pie.
1: Yeah,
2: I love sweetness. If it was me, it'd be creepy. <laughs> he travelled to Edinburgh and hid himself under her bed.
1: Okay. Creepy. Sweet. Hoping oh. to jump.
2: No, well, I'll finish the plan. Hoping okay. to jump out and declare his love. I love you. From under her bed.
1: <laughs> sweet or creepy? Uh, well, it's getting sweeter.
2: <laughs> the lovely sweetened, give a little certain sweetness. Yeah. He was discovered by her maids of honor. I can only assume one of the Marys. Queen Mary pardoned the offense, but then he snuck in to see her again at a time where it turns out she was about to disrobe. An awkward time to walk back into the bedroom. Oh, yeah. He accidentally walked in. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, 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 I don't want to put any shade on this guy. I don't
1: know if, Is if this it was a on royal purpose. family or one of the Porkies movies.
0: <laughs> I think he's timed it poorly. Because she was about to disrobe. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I'll
2: come oh, back. I'll come back. But according to Britannica, he was discovered again, seized, sentenced, and then hanged the next morning. The fuck? That really escalated.
1: Yeah, pardon once. Shame on you. Shame on you. The second time around, you're getting hanged. He's
0: gone about it in a weird way. <laughs> exactly. Can't get fooled again. Can't get fooled again. Now watch this drive. <laughs> now watch this hang. Wow. In. Okay. So so that's a potential he went, suitor. He went kind of the rom-com route of a big
2: gesture. Yes, but- And, it, and he died for imagine it. Imagine in a rom-com at the 60-minute mark they hang the <laughs> suitor. <laughs> and then she just yeah, marries some other yeah, guy you haven't go, met what yet. The, fuck?
0: the What is
1: happening? Oh, amazing. Do they normally- the rom-coms, they, they do some slightly off big gestures, but they're normally like standing on a table in the cafeteria. Yeah. Not hiding under their bed.
0: Yeah. That is a bit weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So, personally, it's not something I would do. Hide under a bed? No. Okay, well, Too claustrophobic.
0: I bought you a bed, so (laughs) I was hoping you'd hide under it. (laughs) Great.
1: If it's a nice high-legged bed.
0: No. Now I've got to return it to Captain Snooze.
2: (laughs) Hope you're happy. (laughs) So, they've got to find a husband for Mary. One of the weirdest proposals came from Elizabeth, remember her rival cousin, writing a letter saying that Mary should marry her friend, Lord Robert Dudley. Earl of Leicester This was a strange suggestion for a few reasons Dudley was the son of a traitor Had possibly killed his first wife by pushing her down the stairs And was probably Queen Elizabeth's ex-boyfriend He sounds like a catch
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like Elizabeth's trying to get rid of him. Yeah.
0: yeah. You should well, marry my ex.
2: Yeah. I mean, she- Dudley. Yeah, <laughs> she was telling Mary to marry him, and she even suggested in a letter that the three of them could live together in the royal court in England. Oh. I had one historian describe it as one of history's weirdest menage a trois.
1: Oh, it happens. No, like Oh, would it be.
2: Yeah, Elizabeth was pretty keen on it, they they seem to think. Elizabeth most people think New Dudley would remain loyal to her, so it was her way of getting a spy into yeah, England, right. getting her, basically her ex to do us a favour and marry my
1: cousin. Maybe push her down the stairs.
2: <laughs> exactly. Mary declined, which really offended Elizabeth, Oh, and, and ended up making her own choice, which really offended Elizabeth. Elizabeth's
0: like, oh, you don't want to marry my fucking sloppy seconds. Oh, okay. This weirdo. Fine. Wow. Well,
1: this tr- son of a traitor and murderer. Wow. Huh, weird. Okay. Elizabeth's starting to sound... Easily
2: offended. (laughs) So Mary went with a tall and hot man. Great choice for a hubby. Someone she'd recently fallen for, a man by the name of Henry Stewart, Lord Darnley. Already a Stuart. Already a Stuart. Yes. He was uh, her cousin. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And he spelled his name right? No. What? But maybe he changed it because every student was like, "Oh, that's how we're doing it now." Yeah. I don't know. And if you can point to one first event in a long chain of destruction, it probably starts with her second husband, Darnley. What? It was just wow. It was not a good choice. Darnley was both Elizabeth and Mary's cousin. But he's tall and hot. Exactly. So I don't see how he could be a how bad
1: could choice. He be bad. A hot cousin.
0: A tall, hot cousin. Oh. Uh Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Sign me up. God, you could be so lucky. I have a lot of tall cousins. Yeah, Unfortunately, they're married. (laughs) Someone got in there first. Well,
1: this is her second wedding. Yes. So, still time.
2: Yes, fantastic. So, Darnley was related to both Mary and Elizabeth, and because of this, he was actually the nearest heir to both the Scottish and, after Mary, English thrones. Right. This move pissed off Elizabeth because it looked like Mary was shoring up her own claim to the English throne by Mm. being like... I'm next in line and my husband is next in line after that. So, together, we, we're really next in line.
1: It's so funny that she's like, oh, she's annoyed. Oh, you're shoring up your claims. I'm trying to shore up my claims. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> you're doing the thing that I'm trying How
0: to do. How dare you do that awful thing that I'm trying to also <laughs> yeah. do? She, was a, she had a good
1: political mind, Elizabeth. I'm just saying Elizabeth was a bit of a hypocrite. Whoa. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have said that before, but I'm not afraid of her anymore. because She's dead. Yeah, mainly. She was alive. You better believe I'd be saying edit that out. (laughs) As well as frequently described as being very
2: good looking, the rest of the descriptions of Mary Queen of Scots' new husband, Darnley, are not so nice. Britannica describes Darnley as weak, vicious, and yet ambitious.
1: Oh, that's a horrible combination. A terrible <laughs>
2: combination. He loved a drink, was very promiscuous, reportedly bisexual, having many affairs, and possibly had syphilis. Okay. So, but he was tall and hot. Yeah. So, can't forget that. I'm, I'm like,
0: all the things you're saying, I'm like, so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tall and hot. Exactly.
4: Ugh.
2: Of course he sucks. He's tall and hot. Yeah. They suck, but they're so beautiful. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like many men in this story, he was clearly hoping to use Mary to further his own grip on power. He was named King of Scotland, but Mary wasn't really keen on being sidelined by her husband and giving him all the power. He saw her as his subordinate, and she's like, no. You're my subordinate. I'm the queen. He was not happy with that.
0: And that's good in a marriage, I think, <laughs> making it very clear who's the subordinate. Yes.
1: I think it's important. <laughs> I think it's very important. <laughs> yeah. Normally you'd say ideally each of the people in the relationship think the other one's better than that.
0: That would, oh, wow. I mean, that's a nice thought, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But I know where I stand in mine.
1: <laughs> 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 and you're both on the same page?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that sounds like a cl- that we both think the other one's better. Yeah. Matt, what you're saying sounds like classic subordinate. To me. Yeah,
1: I think you're a subordinate. Beta. We both think the other one's better, right? Uh, yeah, of course, Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> so, hang on. Now, he. Cause this is something I only really started to understand recently. The king, he's the king consort, or is back then he was just king king.
2: He's named like king. Yeah, but she's sort of stopping him from actually being. So she's still more senior to him, but she, he was hoping by I'll get in, I'll become king, I'll sideline her. Mm. Yeah. And she's like absolutely not
1: because the current like the current English king, what's it Charles? Yes, the something he Good. married to Fergie, right? Camilla. Camilla. She's <laughs> <laughs> like I was too confused. <laughs> and Camilla. She's not the queen. She's the queen's consort. Is that right?
2: I think she's just named. I think they decided to name her just queen. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's tough, uh confusing. Yeah. So you it can is a bit. they can pick and like each and, time.
2: And Queen Elizabeth
0: w- was with Prince Philip, so he wasn't king. Yeah. Yeah. But the, in this case, but this is going so back so long. Yes. Uh, Mary's husband
1: is given the title, and of it's king, not. And it's a different system. It's the Scottish.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, King, and queen. look, yeah. So Camilla, Camilla officially dropped her consort from her title just before the the coronation. But then I think like she's it's not like when Charles dies, she stays on as queen. Right. William will come in, like when Queen Elizabeth II's mother became the queen's mother. Yes, that's, that's right. Yeah, that became a new whatever. Called the it queen mother. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but yes, here it's definitely a, it still feels like a, a fresh and vital system.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, when we say it like that, it
1: just yeah, makes yeah. sense. You're like, yes, of course they're yeah. Australia's head of state.
0: <laughs> you hear it out
2: loud and you just go, I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I loved watching, I didn't watch The Coronation, but it's nice just seeing the jewels and the the luxury while so many people can't afford food. It's so good, isn't it? Yes. It makes sense. <laughs> exactly,
2: the way it used to be. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Peasants. Yeah. People with Jewels. Never the two shall meet.
4: Bringing it back.
2: (laughs) Bringing it back. (laughs) Slowly but surely. It's good. Traditional values. (laughs) So so Darnley wants to be king, king of Scotland, and honestly he would have been a terrible king because it seems like no one else liked him. All the nobles were against him, and even Mary's half-brother, James Stewart, who had supported her up until this point despite being a Protestant, she being Catholic, he began to stop his support when she married Darnley. He was like, you're on your own now, and he became an enemy to her. Oh, wow. By Christmas 1565, the royal couple were estranged, even though Mary was pregnant with Darnley's baby. And I don't really need to give you too many reasons to join everyone else in hating Darnley. Really, I can just tell you one story and you will be off him. All right, challenge accepted.
1: (laughs) He um, got ugly. <laughs> Get rid of him. Oh, In the
4: bin.
2: And he also shrunk. Yeah, he so had nothing to offer. Two now. things he had going for him that Jess was really intrigued by. <laughs> Tall and hard. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, Mary's private secretary was an Italian man by the name of David Rizzio. He started as a musician, but the Queen really trusted him and then she gave him promotions and he became her secretary. A real trusted advisor confidant mm-hmm. lord darnley her husband was reportedly jealous of how close rizzio was with the queen and possibly suspected that rizzio was the mother of mary's unborn child <laughs> the father yeah he's like it's probably his yeah but you said suspected he was the mother oh sorry sorry. <laughs> yes i've even i've written i've written <laughs> mother so technically jess i'm just reading <laughs> my own writing
1: <laughs> i thought i had a micro sleep there I was so i'm like help. wait what? What's going on? No. Do you mind backing over that? Let
2: me I'll restate that Restate that for everyone. He thought that Rizzio was possibly the father of Mary's unborn child. Mm-hmm. That's what he thought, yeah. which is wild because it's more likely that Darnley was the one who was having an affair with David
1: Rizzio. Uh,
2: right. Because yeah. Darnley, it seems like from the stories, he would just bang everyone. Yeah.
1: But back then people didn't know how biology worked that well. He might have thought maybe I got Rizzio's... Is so. <laughs> yeah. and, yep, and I took it over to yeah. oh, Mary, okay. and
0: that's his fault.
2: That's, so that's Richard's his, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, like, keep it away from me. Yeah.
1: yeah, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you spill your seed on me and then me take it over to my wife? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare you. <laughs> you dog, <laughs> you dog, you philistine. <laughs> <laughs> he slaps him with one of those gloves like yeah. they did in the old days.
2: Yeah. Well, much worse, actually. In March 1566, Mary had just begun supper with Rizzio and some friends in Holyrood Palace when Darnley and possibly up to 80 men stormed in, took over the palace and burst into the room where Mary and Rizzio were eating. Another guy, Lord Ruthven, was there and he was wearing a full suit of armour and they were like, what the fuck's this guy doing here?
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I <know.
2: It's> so <laughs> clunking around. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like trying to eat grapes and shit.
0: What the fuck? He's just clunking along. Oh, yeah. it's so ridiculous. <laughs> trying to sneak in to take over the castle and he's, oh, God. <laughs> Every step sounds like you've dropped a box of cutlery down the stairs. <laughs> Oh. Every step sounds exactly like that. Is
2: that a suit of armor coming towards our room? Oh my God, I think they've even put armor on the chickens. <laughs> the turkeys are wearing armor. The turkeys are going into battle. The attack turkeys are here, sir. Ready when whenever you give the order. Hold! Oh, oh, I said hold.
0: Now give the turkeys the charge order. Okay.
2: Once more into the breach, deer turkeys. On my on my count, hold, hold, and attack! <laughs> I'm
4: sorry, <laughs> my lord. The turkeys have
2: been hacked down.
0: <laughs> they All will right. make for a
2: delicious dinner. <laughs> we really thought they'd make more of a dent.
0: <laughs> Apparently <laughs> they're quite easy. <laughs>
2: there was a lot of... That's
4: going to be one of the dumbest things we've ever done. It's a, it's
2: a... <laughs> sorry. Lord Ruthven's clunking around <laughs> in a full
1: suit of armour. Now, Ruthkin, a turkey? <laughs>
2: And Honestly, it's not far off what you said, Matt. He walked up to Rizzio and accused him of offending the honour of the queen. I'm not sure whether he uh, slapped him with his, his metal hand in the suit of armour. I don't know. And Mary was like, what the hell are you talking about? Stand down. But And Rizzio got really scared and hid behind Mary. But Ruthven pulled out a knife and stabbed him and then dragged Rizzio out of the room. Meanwhile, Mary herself was held at gunpoint and made to stay in the room. All the while, David Rizzio was murdered in the in the, in the the hallway outside, being stabbed 56 times. Oh, my God.
0: And then
1: his body was thrown down the stairs.
2: And then what?
0: Just left there?
1: Yeah, just left there. Waiting for hard rubbish day.
0: <laughs> and they can take ages yeah. if you time it wrong.
1: Got to book them in now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then she... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Another thing on the freaking list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. I don't know. It's just like get online and do yeah, it. But, but still... Just the mental task of doing it, you know? Yeah. Oof.
1: I've already got emails to so write. Now I've got Rizzio picked up. you got to find the right counsel. category for <laughs> yeah. what it
0: is. So is it furniture? Is it is it Body. green waste? Is it human waste? I guess it's waste? green waste.
1: Human waste? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's no, it doesn't seem to be an option here for bodies.
0: <laughs> so now I'm going to have to call
1: them. I'm on hold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now, because I've been on hold so long- The slot for Tuesday that I wanted is taken. (laughs) Now I've got to wait a fortnight.
1: Fuck. It's going to stink by then. It'll be freaking disgusting (laughs) by then. It'll be awful. (laughs) Rotten away.
0: Great. Now I've got to put up with that.
1: Oh, now we've got stinking Oh,
0: Will I stay on the line for a quick survey? Yes, I will. will.
1: (laughs) I've got a few thoughts.
2: Now does one mean good or ten mean bad? You tell me. I'm doing the bad one. (laughs) So, Ruthven apparently, after killing him, came back in. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. And, back in. and said, I'm a bit tired. Anyone got any wine?
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> just trying to play it
2: cool. Yeah. <laughs> and the queen was most distressed. Her close friend has just been murdered. And she confronted Darnley, her husband, wanting to know why he'd been part of such a wicked deed. And he replied that she had been cuckolded, that she had cuckolded him with Rizzio. Oh,
1: that was a Freudian slip by her husband there.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a Oh, no, hang on, no. Um, And that Rizzio was to blame for the problems in their marriage. Oh, uh, yeah. So there you go. It's always good to have a third party to blame.
1: Yeah. Especially when they're recently dead and they can't you defend themselves, defend themselves or, yeah.
0: or change their behaviors.
1: Yeah. That, um, mm-hmm. no, that feels like he dealt with that pretty well. Yeah.
0: I think, uh, what else could you have done?
1: Darn, what's his name? Darnley. Darnley. Dastardly Dan-ly. More like it. <laughs> Whoa. Cop that. Sorry, that was a bit much.
0: No, no, no. I think it was just enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I love how detailed it is. This is something that happened what nearly 550 years ago or something. Mm. And and they know oh, that he came back in and asked for a wine and saying also, he was tired. If
0: you're tired, do you want a wine?
1: Oh yeah, maybe if he really wants to. Get relax. an
0: espresso martini. Let's mm. party. You yeah, got
2: any coke? Yeah, exactly. That's Snorting what I an armour.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so how do you, do you know who some one of them there obviously kept a diary or something.
2: Yeah, there's a lot lot is has been written down from this period and um,
1: They had their official biographers in the room. Describing how it was crowded.
2: And then he said, I'd like some Hey, don't write that down. <laughs> or can I read that back? Do I sound
1: good? <laughs> yeah. Clunking around said, in armor. What down. the
2: fuck? It's probable that the murder of Rizzio was the start of a full coup to depose Mary, but she was able to convince her husband Darnley to escape with her, so she got out of there safely. But it's safe to say that the honeymoon was over between these two. Mary and Darnley's son, James, was born three months later on the 19th of June, 1566. Mary named Queen Elizabeth protector of her infant son. So they're ah. obviously having a good period in their letters at this point. 1566,
1: that's four, exactly 400 years before the saints won their premiership. Do you think that's Bethel. a correlation? Yeah.
2: 400 years after James was born, very important figure in uh, Scottish and English James history. James this will be James the First.
1: Oh, hmm. I know a bit about it.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's wh- my family, after all. Yeah. My mate. super inbred family. <laughs> no, these are actually the ones with the U. This isn't mine. I'm the E.W. Stewart. Yes, yeah,
2: so it's fine. You're okay. Yeah. <laughs> but what goes around comes around, and this is the part that was suggested by Josh Curry. Thank you for your suggestion, Josh. On the night of February 9th, 1567, Mary's dodgy second husband, Lord Darnley, was at home in Kirko Field, Kirkfield, on the outskirts of Edinburgh, recovering from an illness when his house was blown up. Whoa. Whoa. Fully Whoa. exploded with gunpowder. What? Whoa. I was thinking fire.
0: I was not thinking explosion. They exploded it. <laughs> Whoa. Full
2: explosion. <sploge, laughs> and Darnley's body was found. But it's so strange, it wasn't in the exploded house. Darnley and a servant were found outside in an orchard nearby only half clothed and apparently having been strangled rather than killed in the explosion.
1: Oh, so they were trying to cover it up or something? So what they
2: think is that they tried to blow them up. They survived. They made a break for it, you know, oh. in the middle of the night so they're half dressed in their okay. dressing gowns or whatever. I, pa-
1: I wrote a very different story. Oh, what was your story? Because it, it They're is- boning in the orchard. Oh. <laughs> right. That's why they're semi-clothed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, his lover accidentally strangles him, you know, with a bit of rough stuff gone too far. yeah, yeah. Bit of rough wooing, if you will. No yeah, code yeah. words being used. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that's and why he's like, having... "Oh, what do I do?" And he's like, "I'll cover my tracks by blowing up his house." But he forgot to put the body in there first.
2: <laughs> oh, I think I'll cover my tracks. I'll blow up my house, then I'll strangle myself.
1: <laughs> oh, that's what? No, I'm thinking the the lover, not the husband. But they know. were
2: both strangled.
1: Mm, yes, <laughs> and then he strangled <laughs> himself. <laughs>
2: So what, what most people think, <laughs> think is they tried to blow him up in the house.
1: That's the bit that's hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Use a you, bit of imagination. When you
0: say half-clothed, I did imagine top no pants. Could have right. been the other way around. But I definitely imagined Winnie the Pooh style.
1: Yeah. It's probably the worst option for a oh, yeah. for a fella. But also
2: back then, you know, they're wearing a dangling, lot. They're, they're dangling
1: wearing, out there. They're wearing more clothes back then, you know. True. Does Winnie the Pooh dangle down? Nah. No, he's not a dangler. Or dangles but, up. Oh, yeah. He must tuck up into the shirt. <laughs> it must be an uptucker.
2: <laughs> and so, yeah, they found that the two bodies. Most people think that they escaped, but then there were there were lots of men there, and they outnumbered them, strangled them in the field, and that they were. Basically, they're trying to make it look like they died in the explosion, but then they panicked and just left the bodies. But Darnley's death remains one of the great unsolved historical mysteries. Whoa. But it has great historical consequence for Mary. Mary, understandably, hears about her husband being her house being blown up, then strangled. She starts to fear for her own life, and she wasn't sure who to trust. Mm. She was also seen as one of the number one suspects for the murder of her own husband, as was James Hepburn, the Earl of Bothwell a man who she had been close to. Bothwell was put on trial and acquitted of the murder, although several of his servants were found guilty and executed, probably as scapegoats. They were taken to the block shouting, no, it was Bothwell. Right. But it was then widely rumoured that Bothwell would marry Mary. Her cousin, Queen Elizabeth down in England, heard this rumour jumped in and wrote Mary a letter advising her to distance herself from this man who was associated with the death of her second husband. She's Mm. like, this is not a good look. Do not marry this man. Mm. But Queen Mary married Bothwell the following month. Fuck you, Elizabeth. Mm. Three months after Darnley's murder. Oh, Honestly, in terms of throwing off suspicion, it was not a good look for her, but it probably wasn't what it seems because after he was found not guilty of the murder of Darnley, when Mary was on on her way to Edinburgh, Bothwell suddenly appeared with an army of 800 men. He assured her that danger awaited in Edinburgh and told her that he proposed to take her to his castle at Dunbar out of harm's way and he'll look after her. A castle that she had given him, by the way. Huh. And she went with the the man that she trusted. Also, she didn't have much choice because he had 800 men in his company, much more than she had. So, you know, she's like, all right, I've got to go with him. And this is trigger warning for sexual assault here. Skip ahead to avoid. I won't go into any detail, but many historians believe that Bothwell then raped Mary in order to force her, a devout Catholic woman, to marry him. Oh my god! Oh, fuck. That's what most people, well, a lot of historians. Some people say they don't, they don't believe that part. But being a very Catholic woman, she thought that she. She had to marry him, which she did. In her letters, however, Queen Mary defended her choice of husband, stating that she felt that she and the country were in danger and that Lord Bothwell was proven both in battle and as a defender of Scotland. So basically, she marries him, and they were both very unpopular in Scotland after this. On both sides of the church, they were sort of losing him on all sides, Bothwell had only divorced his wife 12 days before marrying Mary. Jesus and the Catholics who didn't believe in divorce didn't recognize that the marriage was valid. And both Protestants and Catholics were shocked that Mary would marry the man accused of murdering her husband. And it looks like she'd been plotting with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good look. Not a good look. So a lot the of people. The marketing are about team it. is just like, pulling oh, their hair out. How can we spin this?
1: Yeah. 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 So it was just her. It was her religious beliefs that made her think that she had to marry him. Probably. And yeah. Couldn't tell the truth and ugh.
2: Awful. Basically, at the time, a, a lot of people, like I said in the in story, a lot of men use Mary to get their own power. They see it as if they capture the queen, then they can capture the power.
0: Is this chess? I don't understand chess. Yeah.
2: That could have been a great
0: reference or nothing. What <laughs> were you yelling? Is <laughs> <"It's> this chess? <laughs>
2: I love a character that doesn't know what chess is. Just <laughs> pointing at stuff. Is this chess?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just like... She, is this chess? She can capture move the, all the way around the I just the board. heard capture the queen and mm. I was like, chess. So... Checkmate.
1: Chess <laughs> Perkins strikes again.
0: Chess <laughs> Perkins. <laughs> she can't be back. stopped. She can't she's be stopped. <laughs> People try to stop her. They say Jess, stop. You don't stop. know chess. Please Shut stop. Up. You don't know what chess and is. I keep going. I'll never stop talking about chess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Twenty-six Scottish peers, known as the Confederate Lords, turned against Mary and Bothwell and raised their own army. Mary and Bothwell confronted the lords at Carberry Hill in June. But there was no battle as Mary's forces dwindled away through desertion during negotiations. So people just sort of bailed on her. Mm. Bothwell fled and headed to Europe, but he was captured near Norway. He was then sent to Copenhagen where the Danish monarch Frederick II deliberated on his fate. He thought about it and considered that Mary would probably never be Queen of Scotland again. He decided that Bothwell was useless and he imprisoned him for ten years, where reportedly he was chained to a wall in a way that meant he couldn't stand up properly. You can never because it was so low, and he went mad. Terrible end for a terrible man. I love that bit. <laughs> oh, it's, it's awful, though, isn't it? Ten years of being chained to a wall. We can't stand up. My God, awful, awful. But he's gone. Meanwhile, Mary was herself imprisoned in a cramped tower in Loch Castle.
1: Why uh, Why was this? Because of the... the, cause of the she, they thought she did it still.
2: Yeah, and they're basically turning against her and they're like...
1: The, the, For all they, these different reasons.
2: And it's a plot just to get rid of her. So they, they locked her in a in a castle on an island in the middle of Loch Very hard to escape. She was threatened that if she didn't abdicate the Scottish throne that she would be murdered. So she signed a document that made her son... James King. He was only one at the time and a regent was chosen. This is what it was all about. Mary's half-brother, who had turned against her, James Stuart, the Earl of Moray, who was behind the plot, became king basically right. as a regent. So that's what the whole plan was. Get rid of her, make the baby king. He's got no no say and then her half-brother can take over the throne.
1: And he can figure out what he can do while the baby grows up. Yeah. Try to, I guess, mould Mold the baby, yes.
2: And he he did because James, who is James VI of Scotland, he was Protestant, unlike his mother who was Catholic because these people were in charge. So she's been forced to give up being queen. She's locked inside a castle on an island. But
1: She's locked up either way.
2: Yeah, because they, they don't want her getting her own army and taking it back over. Right. So they're like, well, keep her on an island. What's she going to do? How can she escape from here? A place that would be impossible to escape from unless... <gasps> You're as charming as Mary oh, Queen of Scots. She's really charming. She was able to convince a young man in the castle to help her. Disguised in servant clothing, she escaped to a waiting boat and reached the shore safely, where an ally, George Douglas, was waiting to rescue her. According to marystuart.co.uk, it was her second attempt to escape. This is their words. Her first attempt, during which Mary disguised herself as the washerwoman who came to the island to deliver the laundry, failed because the boatmen, taking her back to the other shore, recognised her hands, which were renowned for their
1: elegance. Oh, Oh, get get fucked. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. They're not wash a woman hands. Get
0: (laughs) fucked. Her hands (laughs) were renowned. Famous hands.
1: She should have been a teenage hand model. But she had other things to do.
0: That's crazy. Are you kidding me?
2: (laughs) Those hands have never washed clothing in their life. You must be a queen. (laughs) What? What a leap. Yeah, you must be a queen. Back to the back to the prison. <laughs> yeah. What an absolute leap. That's wild. So she escaped. And not going down without a fight, Mary, who was one of the only women in the world at this time to lead her troops into battle, raised an army of 6,000 men. She met her half-brother, James Stewart's smaller forces at the Battle of
1: Langside. Unfortunately for her, she was defeated and had to flee. Oh, she had the bigger army.
2: Yeah, so she, she led her army, but not in a great way, apparently.
1: Well, and I also, I guess she didn't have a lot of time with them, right? Yeah, he's probably there working with his army. Hmm. They're doing army practice.
0: They're doing icebreaker challenges, doing drills. They're getting to they're
2: connecting.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're playing Uno, but they know each other. They're going around the circle saying something about themselves.
2: Yep. Hi, I'm Chris. I've been in the army for four years and I've killed nine people.
1: (laughs) Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris.
2: Two truths and a lie. (laughs) His name
1: isn't Chris.
2: (laughs) And I've killed 10 people. There's two lies and the truth. Sorry, I don't know how the game works. I but it's like- interesting
1: that she was able to raise a, a bigger army. So she's obviously still well-liked and well-supported.
2: Yes, there are Catholic holdouts who yeah. very much still want her on the throne because you know, now this, this Protestant guy is ruling through her baby son. So she's defeated.
1: Really, at this point, she had two choices. Again, it's great system. Yeah. The Protestant man is ruling through her baby son. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a good system. Yeah
2: makes sense when you say (laughs) it out (laughs) loud. So at this point, she's got two choices. She could retreat to Catholic France, where she was once queen, or throw herself on the mercy of her letter-writing cousin Elizabeth I down in England. At the time, they were on good terms in the letters, so she went south. She thought that she would meet with Elizabeth, and Elizabeth would help restore her to the throne in England. Ah. In Scotland.
1: Bit of a gamble.
2: That is not what happened. Mary... Arrived in England, and was basically put under house arrest for a very, very long time, being moved from castle to castle, house to house. Elizabeth. That was,
1: sounds a lot better than the dungeon she was in, though.
2: Yeah, it is better than like a, a shitty castle on, on and a She's island. just
1: couch surfing. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, fantastic castle surfing. Even better.
0: <laughs> Still on couches, but in yeah. castles. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not like being on a couch in a share house where eight people already live. Yeah. You know? flea you know, ridden yeah that's alright
2: yeah exactly it's got the beautiful
0: it's been a bit of a diva I think
1: mm. is she complaining
0: oh my house arrest no I mean you're just sleeping on a couch
1: yeah you're at your friend's castle Jeez.
4: oh woe oh.
2: is me yeah come
1: on man. this is a rough woe yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Elizabeth was very politically cunning and used the excuse of the suspicion around Mary and the murder of her second husband to hold Mary in captivity. There was no evidence that Mary was involved in the plot against her husband, but then magically, some letters referred to as the casket letters appeared and seemed to show her writing letters to her third husband, Bothwell, planning the whole thing. But these are now accepted by most historians as being forgeries because wow. they're like, we've got no, no there's no evidence of this. Actually, here it is. There's a box full of it, with you signing your name, saying that careful, you did it. Careful, ink's still wet. Yeah, <laughs> careful smudging.
1: Why are they called the casket letters? They're found in a casket. Oh, like a like a coffin?
2: No, I think it's more like just a box.
1: Okay, is
2: that what casket? Yeah, I guess. Like cask wine, I guess.
4: Huh. Yeah,
2: and they just—I think they were just hidden under someone's bed or something—and then people have looked at them and they're like, the dates don't even match up, like.
1: They did that at the time, or later. No, later.
2: Now people have been like, they weren't even in the same place when they were writing. They were together. Why were they writing letters to each other? Like, what's going on here? So anyway, but basically, Elizabeth didn't want to properly convict a monarch because, after all, they're chosen by God. Hmm. So she was kind of. You'd
1: be saying God got it wrong.
2: And yeah. you don't want to say that. can't no. say that. So instead, she kept Mary in this state of limbo. During her years of imprisonment, Mary had her own servants, including a physician and a secretary. So it was a pretty nice couch she was sleeping on. Hmm. She apparently needed 30 carts to transport her belongings from house to house. To pass the time, she enjoyed embroidery, played cards, had visitors, and kept pets like dogs and birds. Oh,
1: sounds awful. <laughs>
0: Fucking heaven.
1: Sounds like the best option. Yes. Imagine not having to be the queen anymore. Yeah, you
0: can just embroider. And just chilling
1: out. It's all the best things of being a queen. Hang out
0: with your dog. Oh, my God.
1: And none of the rough stuff, like people trying to kill woo-wing. you.
2: Wooing. And- oh. None of the rough wooing. <laughs> she wrote letters to her cousin Elizabeth, who more than once said that she would visit, but she didn't. Some speculate she didn't want to come under the charming spell of Mary. Wow. Face to face, you know. Clever.
0: Yeah, you can't humanise The person you're keeping under house arrest in a castle.
2: Uh, There's uh, more than one occasion Elizabeth said she would come, but then she sent, like, someone in her place, like a messenger, and then Mary would ask, when's Elizabeth coming? And they'd, like, cleverly never answer the question. Like, when's Elizabeth coming? Nice weather we're having. Yeah. Look over your shoulder. What's that? That is clever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what he actually said, but, you know, apparently you just, like, never never answered the question. Yeah. So she when never is Elizabeth when
1: she coming? coming? When is anyone really coming? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Elizabeth, when's she coming or going? She's busy, isn't she? Yeah. She's fantastic, though, isn't she? That hair of hers, yeah. red, is it? I can't tell. Can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> What's over there? <laughs> <laughs> You'd that. be
0: such a good messenger. Oh. Great messenger. Wow. And you don't get shot.
1: And the beauty of it. Mary eventually goes, can you just stop talking? Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry I, about I regret it. asking. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm bored. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm actually a oh, to be tired. I might go have a nap if you and don't mind. Wine. If
2: you don't mind. <laughs> I might go have a rest on the couch. Giving me some space. The whole time Mary was under house arrest, Elizabeth had all these advisors, particularly her long-term chief advisor, William Cecil, in her ear, telling her that she had to take care of Mary once and for all. William Cecil, a Protestant man, was truly paranoid that Mary, who was still somewhat of a Catholic icon, might be able to team up with another Catholic country in Europe like France or Spain and overthrow Elizabeth.
1: That's so funny. I thought you meant literally take care of her, like look after her. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant... Finally, can you take care of her? Come on. Please,
0: somebody. She's...
1: You're a cousin. She's
2: royalty, for God's sake.
1: Look after her.
2: Let her go. <laughs> She'll be fine. She's nice. <laughs> I, I've been charmed by her. She's yes, charming. No, he was like, you've got to kill her. He kept telling her, you have to kill Mary, but Elizabeth refused to do so and instead just kept her locked up. In the end, Mary, Queen of Scots, was imprisoned in England for 19 years. Whoa. Wow.
1: How old is she at this point? She's going to live beyond 40.
2: Yeah, she's in her mid-40s. Whoa. Whoa. All that royal blood. Mm. (laughs) Her her health suffered from the lack of physical exercise and not her value, but according to Britannica, quote, her figure thickened, her beauty diminished, as can be seen in the best-known pictures of her in black velvet and white veil dating from 1578. So a lot of people, when they think of Mary, they imagine this image because it's the most famous portrait. But growing up, apparently, she looked a lot different. Right. But yeah, she was she was growing older, and also she was sort of basically wasting away, n- not doing anything mm. for two decades. Doesn't
1: sound like she was wasting away. You said she was thickening up yes, or something. Well, her health apparently. What, what,
2: what was that phrase? Her her figure thickened. Her figure thickened, and her beauty diminished. Her but she also suffered from physical thickened. ailments, like I think her legs seized up and stuff like that. She found it harder to move as she got older.
1: She grew up in the wrong era. If her figure thickened these days, yeah. People wouldn't be saying diminished.
2: No, she'd be a thick queen, Mm. literally. (laughs) (laughs) That really got me. (laughs) As time went by and the paranoia ratcheted up, so did restrictions on Mary. There were numerous plots to, to set Mary free, it is true to say, but not many of them actually involved Mary, who in the end was not allowed to communicate by letter. So they sort of had a problem where the advisors wanted to catch Mary out plotting, but then they locked her up so much that she couldn't actually plot. Mm. So in the end to catch her out they had to loosen the restrictions and letters came in, including one from Sir Anthony Babington. Who what said, a
1: great name.
2: A great name. He suggested a plan to kill Elizabeth and put Mary back on the throne. The long term goal of the plot was the invasion of England by the Spanish forces of King Philip II and the Catholic League in France leading to the restoration of the old religion and putting Mary back on the throne. After years of frustrating confinement, her health deteriorating, Elizabeth clearly not helping her and Not having seen her son since he was 10 months old, so she hasn't seen her son in 20 years either, Mary was desperate, and she wrote back to Babington in a coded letter agreeing to the plan. The only problem was that it was all a trick set up by Elizabeth's (sighs) spymaster, which is a great job title, spymaster, Sir Francis Walsingham, who had a double agent working on the inside, and he intercepted all of the letters. (sighs) And she, Mary replied, let the great plot commence, signed Mary. By signing her name there, Mary had essentially unknowingly also signed her own death warrant <gasps> because this gave Cecil, Elizabeth's advisor, the ammunition he needed to prove to his queen that
1: Mary was plotting against her. Really, this is a nail in her coffin. Right. Okay. I was... So I'd, I don't know if this is going to finish like I thought because <laughs> I, I assumed that she would return of the throne and be the queen of Scotland but it seems like she spent most of her life in jail or in prison or on couches yeah, or in France or
2: in yeah the first time she spent like 18 years in France 19 years in jail the and in the team first 5 done years a lot of good work. The first 5 years she was just a baby in Scotland mm. so there was maybe a couple of years in the middle where she was active as the queen it
1: does seem like babies have been the reigning monarch of Scotland through a lot of this story
4: well, they they, love, a they love a baby monarch. Up
1: there. Yeah. A wee child. <laughs> they love a wee monarch. Now, in France, that would mean a yes monarch. <laughs> in Scotland, a small monarch. In Australia, a piss monarch. A piss monarch. <laughs> I know which one I respect the most.
2: Piss. Absolutely. If you
1: hear the word wee, what would you think of first? Because uh, it, depends it, on it the also context. Means, you know, like. Probably the collective,
2: collective term for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But I love, because Kiwis say wee. Like for small as well, I love it. Yeah, I wish I could pull it off. And I just can't.
1: Scotland's. I love the accent. I love the language. Yep. I love the 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 lingo. Yep, love it all. So good, beautiful place. I love the Scottish Highland coos.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you love
1: those coos? I love those coos. So
2: cute. Well, this part of the story is not great for Scottish history because first of all, so they found out the Babington plot. It's called because of uh, Babington writing the letter. Man, first- I fucking hate this Babington.
1: Is that right? No, I like Babington.
2: Babington was right. He's the one that wrote to Mary and said, hey, I can help you escape and then we can kill us. Oh, I love Babington. (laughs) So that was real? That was real, but they had an agent, a double agent in the middle. I thought
0: that was fake.
2: No, he was a real guy. He was trying to help. First of all, him and all the other plotters were arrested, then hung, drawn and quartered. A horrible (gasps) way to die. Oh, that's the worst way to go. Awful stuff. Mary was then arrested and put on trial for treason and found guilty. Nevertheless... Her cousin Elizabeth hesitated to order her execution, even in the face of pressure from the English Parliament to carry out the sentence. She was concerned that the killing of a queen set a precedent of killing anointed monarchs, which
1: up until this point no one had done. Oh, so she's, she's not, I don't want to kill my cousin. It's, it's, I, I don't, don't want to set a precedent that means I might get killed. Exactly. And there's another reason. She was also fearful of the
2: consequences, especially if in retaliation Mary's son James, who was <laughs> King of Scotland formed an alliance with the Catholic powers and invaded England. Right. So that—that's what I mean. Really. And then also, I think she also feels a bit sorry for Mary. I think that's what a lot of people but, romanticize the story. So you now. also,
1: she might have been wondering if she didn't want to martyr her as well. You know, that's you kill a kill the queen. That that's the kind of thing that might backfire and, yeah, and get inspired, a lot of people. Other people, yeah.
2: absolutely. Eventually, though, Elizabeth was pushed into signing Mary's death warrant, which was immediately rushed away in case she changed her mind. Because all her advisors are like, yep, we want to get rid of her. In later years, Elizabeth would even deny that she signed it or claim that I didn't know what I was signing, trying to wash her hands of the blood, basically. Mm. But everyone knows she did it. She signed it. After being locked up for nineteen years, Mary was suddenly told that she would die the next morning. Her cousin and rival, whom she had never actually met in person, Elizabeth had ordered her execution. Now, nearly every movie or TV show about these two famous queens shows the meeting, but this never actually happened. Right. It was just two and a half decades of letters back and forth, Amazing. many of which still survive. So that's why we know a lot about their relationship. Wow, this
1: is one of the saddest stories I've heard in a while. It's I full
2: on, isn't it? It's an absolute wild part of oh, history. A lot happens. Her final letter, however, wasn't written to Elizabeth, but to Henry III, who was the King of France, which was actually kept secret for centuries due to Mary's use of letter locking, which I hadn't heard of, but it's where you use elaborate folds to lock the letter shut and keep its contents secret. For If you don't know the proper way to unfold and unlock the contents, it will be obvious that it's been tampered with. Ah. The final letter required more than thirty steps to complete—a mix of folding and slits, and sometimes glue to prevent unwanted people opening it. That's wow! Fun. And she was really good at it, apparently. <laughs> so, a lot of
1: skills. Very
2: charming. A few
0: too many. A few too many. Yeah. Australian crochet. And, and,
2: yeah. and some of them that have been discovered—they've been able to read them without opening it. They've—they now X-ray the letters, which uh. is.
1: How was she to know, though, Dave? You're saying, "Oh, what a fool!" No, no. Honestly, how was she to know that, Dave? She didn't know. Oh, she didn't see X-rays coming. (laughs) You're the fool, Dave. It takes a lot to please you, doesn't it, Dave?
2: (laughs) No, I am stoked with science that we can we can read them without undoing her awesome locks. I was, yeah, I went down a a bit of a rabbit hole on. (laughs) On letter locking. Yeah, wow. It was I'd, cool. I'd
0: never heard of that. That's wild. Yeah, and
2: it, yeah, apparently extremely elaborate.
0: Now I'd, I just write on the outside, don't look. Don't
1: look. I'll oh, know. No boys allowed. Yeah,
2: like <laughs> I can't write on all my letters. Yeah. On the day of her execution, which was the 8th of February, 1587, she appeared in her customary black cloak with a white veil over her head, holding a crucifix. Before she walked to the block, she dropped the cloak to reveal a crimson red dress, the colour of martyrdom. Uh, so she wanted to be a martyr. She was very stoic as she approached the spot where she would die. According to the Washington Post, the man, who for so long had been her jailer, offered her his hand to assist her ascent. I thank you, sir. This is the last trouble I shall ever give you, she said. She also thanked the executioner for making an end of all my troubles. Charming to the end. Yeah, absolutely. Her last words before the axe fell over her head were, Into thy hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit which he was saying over and over again in Latin, apparently. She was 44 years old. Whoa. Old. Mm. For the time. Yeah. And her head was removed with about 100 people watching on, which, gosh, that must have been terrifying for her, but apparently she was
1: very stoic. That's not an execution. That's euthanasia. (laughs) At (laughs) that old age. You're doing her a (laughs) favour. It's the humane way to go. Three chops to the back. We don't want you to suffer anymore, old (sighs) lady. 44.
0: Beheading though, it's quick, isn't it? If they do it
1: properly. Yeah, if it, yeah. I know. And if they do it wrong, all of a sudden she's running around.
2: I don't want to get too <laughs> brutal, too brutal. But the first one missed. No, oh, Dave. Yeah, you
1: said I wasn't
0: going to miss it. You asked. You I asked. did ask. Oh, yeah. that's horrendous. Took three
1: goes, poor Mary. Oh my god. Missed entirely though. Oh yeah, just yeah, silly. Just missed. a yeah. whoosh sound. They're like, she's really tall, we are going to do it up here, but they went too high. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They went seven foot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's not that tall.
1: Whoa.
2: Mary's clothes, crucifix and writing book, along with the executioner's block, were all burned in the courtyard so no relics remained. The beheading of Mary, Queen of Scots was the first legal execution of an anointed European monarch, and it was a pivotal moment and would change forever the ancient tradition that royalty was untouchable. Over the decades and centuries that followed, many other monarchs would... Suffer the same fate. Prison is a funny thing. Once you do something, you go. Well, I guess we just do that now.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. It's like opening a, you know, a can of Pringles. Mm-hmm. You go. <laughs> you lop. Once you lop, you can't stop.
2: <laughs> but did Mary get the last laugh? Well, sixteen years after her beheading, Elizabeth herself died of natural causes. And with no children, it was Mary's son, James, that inherited the throne, uniting both Scotland and England as King James I. Gosh. And her, Mary's blood has flowed through all subsequent monarchs. So, fuck Even you, till, Elizabeth. Till now. Yeah.
1: yeah, there you go. So, Elizabeth, she didn't have any kids.
2: She had no... Guess. So, this is the... She was busy Elizabeth, writing letters. Elizabeth is absolutely worthy of her own report because she ruled for four decades, a very long time, and but she's famously the Virgin Queen.
0: Oh, that's her.
2: So, she never married and her whole life, her, all her advisors are like, you have, marry, you have to marry, you have to marry, you have to have a son, you have to have a son, All these. you have to have an heir, all these people pushing her. But she knew or thought, basically what happened to Mary, that if she married, a man would come in and take all her power. So, she thought that if she stayed single... She could hold on to power, which she could, for the four decades of her life, and it meant that her heirs didn't continue on her legacy. Right, but yeah, this is very much uh, sadly at the time a man's ruled world, and she knew that. So Mm. she she was a very influential queen, but one of the reasons is people say because she never married. Right,
1: interesting.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, oh what a what a story. I knew none of it, as it turns out. No,
2: none. Well, she became Mary Queen of Scots immortalised after her death as a doomed heroine, a figure of Scottish nationalism and as a Catholic martyr, which has been the subject of poetry, music, plays, films, opera, TV over the centuries. Her son... James the First of England had Mary's remains removed to Westminster Abbey in sixteen twelve and had an elaborate tomb built for his mother, and they might never have actually met in real life, but the Queen cousins are lying opposite each other for all of eternity as both are buried only a few metres apart oh. in the Henry the Seventh chapel in Westminster Abbey. Wow. Mm.
1: That's somewhere we've never gone on our trips over to the- No, we haven't the UK. been. We There'd should? be lots of previous yeah.
2: topics buried or at least with a tribute to them in Westminster Abbey. Yeah. Wow, and I know it's a bit of a grim story. So, a final potential fun fact I'll decide. to end on a slightly higher note. This is not a grim fact. Maybe it's a boring fact, but hopefully it's fun. have had mm-hmm. enough
1: grim facts. For yes, one episode. I
4: know.
2: Mary was the first woman to practice golf in Scotland. Okay, that's pretty fun. <laughs> that's pretty fun. <laughs> she was apparently the first woman, full stop, to regularly play golf.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Wow. I think maybe the famous golf course St Andrews
1: was built during her lifetime. Yeah, I think it goes back to the 1500s or something. Wow, wow! So she was like their Kari Webb. <laughs> Thank you for putting it into context.
0: <laughs> yeah, now I get it.
1: A nice fresh reference. I think she's she was on she was the world number one about 20 years ago. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, so that- that,
2: that's a fun fact to end on. Maybe it's
1: pretty fun. What a what a story. And so, when you said she was martyred, did was she? Is she seen as an important figure in the Catholic Church? Like she wasn't sainted or anything, or but whatever. She's no. not a saint. but What do she... you call sainted, pop? Saints. What do you what do? You call the thing when you make someone a saint? There.
0: You make him a saint.
1: Yeah, that's right. Anointed. An- uh, given
0: sainthood. What do you say? Sainted. <laughs> yeah. Has she been sainted?
2: No, but she is a famous figure in the Catholic Church, absolutely, and they do see her as a martyr.
1: Mm. Right. Just not saint quality i think to be not saint, enough do you have, miracles do you have to perform four miracles i think yeah. back in the day martyrdom was enough i think maybe earlier oh, but now okay. it's like two miracles oh please please i i don't that's not correct i don't know
0: mm. don't you don't have to correct us <laughs> we won't remember you can
1: um, people do and i always appreciate it but i can nearly never remember the things never they're correcting remember. me on no nah. but i like it thank you please correct me <laughs> The word is canonized. You canonize a saint. It was yeah. bit when I was in primary school, geez, my um, teachers were keen on making Mary MacKillop a saint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so keen. Can- got to canonize Mary MacKillop. I'll get an, Australia an, an saint. Aussie saint. We yeah. wanted an
0: Aussie saint. <laughs> God, we've got like little man syndrome, don't but, we?
1: Yeah, but it also just like what What are you in this for? Yeah. What, it's such a weird way to take a religion. Yeah. Trying to make it. Trying to make it a nationalistic thing or whatever. Very strange. But anyway, they got her there. I think she is a saint, yeah. Well, that brings us to everyone's favourite section of the show, Dave. Uh, and welcome to all the people who have skipped the <laughs> report. You missed a very interesting story, I'd say. yeah, Grimmer than I thought. I really did think at the end she was going to come out. I'm like 19 years mm. pri- imprisoned. It and then been- she comes out to rule Scotland after that. Wow, that this w- is going to be amazing. That would have been the comeback of the year. Yeah. But sadly not. But, yeah, so when, I'd love to know when she started getting referred to as Mary Queen of Scots, if that happened, like, years later or what, because she didn't spend a lot of time in Scotland.
2: No, I'm pretty sure that that was just her. That's just what they called that's her. That's what they called her, yeah.
1: Well, it's a, it's, it's a great name, and uh, she deserved better. But this part of the show isn't about her. That's right. And, you know, to be honest, Mary Queen of Scots just take a back seat for a Shut moment.
0: Up for a sec,
1: <laughs> the rest of the show is about thanking our fantastic supporters. Uh, it's also the part of the show where we get a little looser. We've obviously been very strict, mm-hmm. very on topic so Regimental. far. Regimental, yes. Now we get to loosen it up a bit. Yeah, finally Kick we get to our shoes.
0: We get to show you our personalities, mm. <laughs> which we keep secret the rest of the time. Yeah,
1: we've been working on developing some uh, in the off season. It's hard. Off-season to us is uh, the rest of the week when we're not yeah, potting.
0: Yeah, Thursday to Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Uh, Thursday to Tuesday, yeah.
0: Well, because episode's coming out on a Wednesday. Okay. We record on Thursdays, uh-huh. but that's more of just like an admin thing that we know. Yeah. The listeners don't necessarily know that. No,
1: I just, I was trying to do the same. Okay, there. cool. Because it really, it'd be Wednesday to Wednesday, because it's only a couple of hours. True.
0: True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes longer, sometimes yeah. shorter, and that's what's oh my cool God. about us.
1: And this is the kind of fun stuff we'll have <laughs> in this section of the show. Absolutely.
2: Well worth skipping the report for this. <laughs> so if
1: you want to th- you want to get involved, go to patreon.com slash dogoonpod, and you can support this show. You get all sorts of rewards, including, at the moment, three bonus episodes per month, but we were just talking about it earlier. If we get to this uh, new target, which is coming up soon, we will start doing a fourth each month, which will be a and d
4: mm-hmm.
1: What do you call them? A thing. Campaign. Campaign. Oh uh, my yeah. god. Great lingo, Jess. Thank yeah. you, Jess. I love
2: D D. Yeah, a couple of years ago we did uh Dugo D D or Dugo what whatever, whatever we called it, which was a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. And uh on the Patreon, which is still there because you get all the bonus episodes as well when you sign up, the old ones. And uh people really loved it. They've been asking us to bring it back. So we're gonna, gonna do it yeah. when we hit the goal.
1: It's and I'm excited for it. I was just I got lost because I'm thinking like, what about <laughs> <laughs> You think of new names? What about uh Dungeon and drag gone. Wait, dungeon? Do. Do John. Yes. And drag on. Then what? So the do. Do John. Is in do John. Do John. And. Wait, do go. Do. I think it works written down.
4: <laughs> well,
2: I don't even know about that. But. um... <laughs>
1: Hey, we've got time to workshop how, the title. How long was I out for then?
2: <laughs> it felt like hours.
1: <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, there's also there's bonus episodes. Uh, people vote on topics like uh, today's topic by Dave was voted on by our uh, supporters. It's not even called Dungeon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Dungeon and Draped.
1: <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that's right. People get to vote for the topics. quite a puzzle. Someone <laughs> listening right now will be like, well, I got it. And they'll tweet me. And I'll not know what they're talking about.
2: Someone, someone smarter than us, let us know. But, uh, yeah, there's a Facebook group where we've, it's the loveliest corner of the internet. At the moment, the uh, the, the godmother of the group.
1: Do god. Do god. <laughs> Do Godmother? What on. is
2: wrong with you two? <laughs> Sophie's in there. She's organising a, a t-shirt uh-huh. swap at the moment, where people, uh, wherever you're there on the world, she matches them up on a very complicated spreadsheet with other people. So, say I'm in Melbourne, I send a, a t-shirt to someone in Austria, and they send one back to me. Very cool stuff. In the past, they've done magnets. Yeah, they've done Christmas ornaments. It's beautiful. It's a lovely place.
1: So nice. Uh, and yeah, there's other things like uh, you get early access to tickets. So, for instance, our 400th episode coming up, the Patrons um, bought most of the tickets before they yeah, went public right. stuff like it that. It
2: sold out in just a few days because the Patreon people got in first. Mm. Uh, Good on
1: them. But the first thing we normally like to do is uh, thank a few of our great supporters in the Sydney Scheinberg section of the show, which is called the Fact, Quota, Question, which actually has a jingle. goes something like this
0: Fact, Quota, Question! Be-
1: he always remembers the ding, she always remembers the jingle.
0: And can catch. I just say, Dave added a dance to it this
1: week, yeah. and that yeah. was lovely. I was feeling it. We yeah. probably had to edit it out, but it was a tap number. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a tap, a tap, a tap. <laughs> uh,
1: and in this section, you get to give us a fact quote or question or a brag or a suggestion, or really whatever you like uh, if you sign up on the Sydney Scheinberg level. And uh, first up this week, it's a first-timer in the fat quote or question section, it is Victoria. You also get to give yourself a title, and Victoria's title is Prostetnik Vogan Jelts. And um, Okay. Does that mean anything to either of you? <clears throat> no, maybe no. it works written down like John. <laughs> Dungeon. Uh, and Victoria's question is, what's your comfort media? A movie, TV show, music, oh, or book okay. that you'll return to and uh, when you feel like you need something familiar and comforting? And as I always request, if you're going to ask a question in the section, please give us an answer. And Victoria has done that writing. To answer the question myself, I have reread The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books more times than I can remember. They hold a dear place in my heart, and they're always a comforting read. P.S. The Book Cheat episode about it is obviously my favourite. Thanks for all you do. Man, just run that episode, weren't we, That's Dave?
2: right, yeah. Mm-hmm. The three of us together. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I really, really enjoyed reading
1: it for that episode.
0: Do you recall that in my office?
1: Yes, at the old studio.
4: Mm,
0: At my desk.
1: I remember that. Yes. It was live from Jess's desk. Uh,
2: A tiny desk special.
1: (laughs) Now, did you know this Prostetnik Vogan Jets was a Vogon, civil servant and commander of the Vogan Constructor Fleet, which was sent to destroy the planet Earth? Um, I can't figure out what. In what, though?
0: I'm guessing Hitchhiker's Guide?
1: Oh, yes. That would make sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's my guess. Yes. Is that right, Dave? That's right. I would have said, I guess, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember the word vo- I remember the word Vogon somehow.
2: <laughs> I guess.
0: There's no way to prove anything, so I guess that's it.
1: There's nothing to hold on here from Victoria. She hasn't given us any clues. Nothing so. at
0: all. All right, comfort, comfort media. Mm. Uh, when I'm sick, I like to watch Tangled. And but there's probably a bunch of like rom coms that I that are real comfort movies to me. I just watched one on the plane that I've watched so many times. It's What's Your Number, and it's Anna Faris and Chris Evans, and it's funny and it's just it's easy. Yeah, well, comfort for me is just things that just wash over you, and every now and then you go. heh <laughs> And that's it.
2: That's, oh, that's comfort. Sucks. Yeah, comfort for me is shit blowing up on the screen. <laughs> I'm talking Con Air, mm. The Rock, Under Siege. These kind of uh, speed, Die Hard, sort of fun action movies that I have seen so many times. I know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and uh, you know you don't have to concentrate too hard. And then you get a bit of action. You get a bit of cool, cool, funny lines. Yeah, I love that stuff. That's good. That's
1: good shit. I I don't. I don't think for some reason I. I don't feel the comfort in old things like that necessarily. Mm. I'll much prefer to watch a new, like, in probably a genre of movie that is is uh, predictable, yeah, and familiar. But I, I'd, yeah, I I'd, I'd, even movies I love it takes me a while to want to go back and watch it after nearly have forgotten what yeah. happened to go back to it. Maybe it's different with music, um, mm. or even some audio books. I've been I've re listened to. Alan Partridge's audiobooks a few times and a few Bill Bryson's. Mm, I um, love that Bill. But, yeah, I think I need, uh, with them as well, I kind of need to have forgotten a lot of it before going back to it. Which, I, yeah, I don't know. Does that mean there's something wrong with me? Yeah. Damn it. I knew we'd finally figure it out. Yeah, I think your problem is that you have a better memory than both of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: We get to enjoy them for the first time every, every time.
1: time. <laughs> uh, good question though, Victoria. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, audio stuff. I think would be more likely. Music, so many bands. You know, listen to like old uh, pop punk sometimes, Blink One yeah. Eight Two, or old metal albums. Whatever Pantera brings albums you comfort. Loved back in the day. Um, thank you very much, Victoria. Uh, the next one comes from Pete Holburton, Dave's mate. Pete, I saw you on the street. <laughs> See Pete you on the, the street, street again. again. Um, I've met Pete a few times, but that one time you met him on the street I think makes your connection stronger. He's
2: genuinely a great guy. And comes Pete, to lots of our live shows, Pete. Yeah. Rania. And That's what does best. Pete do for a living again, Dave? I you, don't know if I know. Do I know Pete's He works
1: job? he works in he works for basically NASA, I think. And his uh, I know
2: that he's he's a big fan of the Apollo missions and that was his topic on hard quiz. I think that he went I on. think he, <gasps> he's
1: some sort of rocket scientist or something. Oh, that makes sense. And his uh, nickname is Wannabe Steely-Eyed Missile Man. (laughs) Good on you, John Aaron. And uh, Pete's offering us a fact writing. In 1908, a dog in Paris saved two children from drowning in two days and was rewarded (laughs) with a juicy steak each time. Unfortunately for the children of Paris, the dog was clever as well as brave, and I quickly learnt it could save more drowning kids if it knocked them into the river itself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they managed to save several more kids before the truth was discovered. <laughs> 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 that is.
4: I mean,
2: <laughs> technically, the dog saved them. Eh? Come yeah. Come on. Eh? <laughs> that is good stuff. That is very good.
1: Uh, Pete says, love all the pods. Thanks for all the laughs. And thanks for the great comedy festival shows, both individual and the quizzes. All supoyab.
2: Thanks, Pete.
1: Pete, you're a gentleman. Pete um, came
2: on my quietest night and I was really worried it was going to be a really grim show. And everyone was a Patreon supporter, I'm pretty sure, on this night and looked out there. And uh, we actually had a really fun time. Oh, that's Seeing Pete's smiling and laughing face really kept me going. So everyone good. really got into it.
1: He was singing about something you thought of earlier, but. He had
2: headphones in, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, facing the wrong way now, At <laughs>
1: But <I> th- <laughs> the
2: back of your head, Pete, it really spoke to me.
1: I think, yeah, that's right. He was watching uh, Matt Stewart live at Stupid Old Studios <laughs> yeah. on YouTube, which is still available. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: And very funny. (laughs) Weird that he paid to see my show and then watch your special you can watch for free. Hey, let's not yuck anybody's yuck. Yeah. That's how Pete likes to have
1: fun. By supporting you, sort of. Mm. (laughs) Thanks, Pete. Appreciate your almost support. (laughs) And thank you, Pete. And the next one comes from Roy Phillips, a.k.a. Pad Kid Who Poured Curd Pulled Cod. (laughs) You son of a gun. You got
0: through that all right, though. Yeah. Well done. kid
1: who poured curd pulled cod. Good job. And Roy's also offering a fact writing. If you look at a sugar solution through a polarized light filter and rotate either the solution or the filter, it will change color. I can go into the science behind it, but it's quite long-winded and surprisingly complex. Anyway, hope that's interesting, Jess. (laughs)
0: Can I hear it again?
1: If you look at a sugar solution through a polarised light filter and rotate either the solution or the filter, it will change colour. Huh. That does sound... I'd love to see it. I would love
0: to see it. I don't understand it. I don't know if I can deem it fun if I don't understand it. It's
1: a thing. Two things. Yes. And without changing anything apart from the angle.
0: So you're changing something? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) When you move one of them, the colour changes. Yeah. That's pretty cool.
1: Cool fact. Thank you, Roy. I thought that was fantastic. And finally, from Ben Johnson, whose title is a link to a Google map. Let's see where it goes. (laughs) Ben Johnson Road Post Office. (laughs) Okay. That's the title there. Or I guess the link is the title. Wow. So, technically, the title is HTTP (laughs) colon slash slash goo dot gul slash maps, etc. And- Okay. Uh, Is Ben- Trapped somewhere and his sent us a like dropped a pin or something. Well, let's find out because uh, he's offering us a brag. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm, I'm trapped. Not trapped. <laughs> <laughs> Writing, Hi guys, quick brag time. I've been made redundant.
2: <laughs> okay, usually I'd say so sorry to hear that, but if it's
1: a brag, great. Yeah. Uh, let's see what uh, any further explanation. Strange to think that I've been doing this job as the graphic designer for a small local charity for eight years and that it is soon coming to an end. To put it into context, I've been at this job since July 2015, before Do Go On even started. Probably about the same time we started recording. Yeah, for sure. Almost exactly, I'd say. It's crazy to think how much has happened in the world in that time. Brexit, COVID, Ukraine, and so many Marvel movies. (laughs) But the constants I always had were this job, my partner Georgia, and the network of Australian podcasts I use as therapy. Mainly do go on. My usual routine is to work at my desk and listen to old episodes on repeat. Oh, for comfort reasons? Oh, we are
0: a comfort media. Uh,
1: I Actually, there's some podcasts I listen to, old episodes, again. But, again, I have to give it a bit of time. Mm, Got to forget the story. Because there's something wrong with me.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So... To have such a big change is quite scary for me. Now time for the real brag. I've been accepted onto an apprenticeship. (gasps) I've been thinking of a career change for a while and being made redundant was a good kick up the ass to get going. It's a diploma apprenticeship in digital IT, working and earning a degree full-time. I know it's going to be a lot of hard work, but I could not be more excited. Plus it starts in late September, just in time for Block. That's so Coming up so fast. Yeah. I'll be wishing everyone a happy block without context. I could not have done this without the help of a couple of friends. So, huge shout out to Maya and Reese, And, of course, you guys will be there with me, too. Every episode of the pod makes life a little easier. Time to add a cheeky question because it's a diploma. (laughs) Time to add a cheeky question because it's a diploma apprenticeship. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying until you said it again I, I, was a, I
2: a thought it was going to be diplomatic I oh, thought <laughs> you were <laughs> a diplomat <laughs> you were trying to say like the name of a dinosaur or something I was the world's biggest diplomat
1: <laughs> he doesn't read him until he reads him <laughs> because it's a Diploma Apprenticeship. Everyone else on the course will be fresh out of their A-level. We'll all be a decade younger than me. In order to keep up with the youth, I'll need to download TikTok Start Vaping and learn some modern slang words. Yep. So can you teach me some of the freshest slang words you know, so mm-hmm. I can make everyone think I'm a fellow youth?
0: Yes, us elder millennials can help mm, you. Absolutely, for sure. everything is slay. Oh uh, uh, yeah, what he, what he's gives also you the what question. gives you the ick? Yeah, Ugh. that's so cringe. Yeah, I'm cr- uh, uh, Apparently,
1: extra. Jessica's, Everything's extra. Jess
2: has explained this to me. Domes on coffees are not cool. Yeah, dome lids. If you've got a dome lid on a plastic that's like, cringe. ice coffee, I mean
1: that was true a month or two ago. I, know. I think <laughs> domes are back. Uh, Ben answers, a couple of the latest slang words, I know, are bussin and no cap, Mm -hmm, though mm -hmm. I don't know what these mean. I don't know what either of those mean. Thanks and sorry for the long post, love you guys. Uh, Yeah, since between me starting and ending, reading out your message, slang has changed. Yeah, Um.
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what no cap means, let's find out. No cap. Uh,
2: Ben, I've got you covered.
0: No lie, for real. There's
2: a Wikipedia article called List of Generation Z Slang. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> Thank you so much to those for those fantastic uh, fat quotes and questions there from Ben, Roy, Pete, and Victoria. The next thing we like to do is shout out to a few of our other great supporters. Mm. And, Jess, you normally have a bit of a game to play well, somehow.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, it seems I haven't used my laptop since the last time we recorded because I still have my horse name generator open. Ooh. Um, so maybe we could we could say what they're queen of. Yeah, great. And I Brilliant. And I could find stuff.
1: And we'll let AI decide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, is
2: that what happened to Mary? Yeah She was named to the Queen of Scots like, What are the chances? This is nominative determinism <laughs> That's
1: wild From the horse name generator It made no sense as well She she spent more time in yeah. jail or France <laughs> <laughs> A lot of time in England
2: Yeah, in jail in England or, or living in France Queen of jail <laughs> C-
1: Couch queen Alright, if I can kick us off I'd love to thank from White Horse, unbelievably Whoa. From YT in Canada Where would YT be? It's Samuel Primard. Was that, Yukon Territory? Yukon Territory, is that
2: what it is? Ah. I'm guessing here. Don't fact check me. Samuel I'll Samuel
1: Primard is the monarch of the- No, they're all queens. Oh, they're all queens. <laughs> the queen of the-
0: Cincinnati.
1: Queen of the Cincinnati. <laughs> okay. <laughs> queen of the Cincinnati. And again,
0: not in Cincinnati, so it doesn't make sense.
1: Mm. Wasn't there that movie, The Last King of Scotland? And I think that yes. was a guy who never went to Scotland, maybe. I never saw it. Oh, yeah, Idi Amin. That was who that was about I've heard of him uh, Anyway, so Samuel Primard is the Queen of Cincinnati mm-hmm. Sounds like a racehorse, really
0: Yeah Uh, huh.
1: Thank you, Samuel, for all your support The next person i love to thank is from Edmonton in Canada as well Hello Canada. It's Jaden Hine. <laughs> that's a great way to introduce it. Hello Canada. It's Jaden Hine. Well,
0: that is good. Queen of Hocus Pocus. Ooh, Ooh.
1: great. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what a witch. I'll have ten bucks each way on Queen of Hocus Pocus. <laughs>
0: Just Hocus Pocus is a good name for a horse, isn't it? Fantastic. I mean, that's why it's on a horse generator. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not the best. I know I should I should not a race horse generator, is it?
2: Just, Just horse name generator. Yeah. Yeah, you could pat Hocus, but that's a good name for it. Like you know, your your kid's pony. Oh, it's Hocus Pocus. Maybe the
1: local uh, fairy dress-up person puts a horn on it, takes it to kids' parties. Something
0: called Hocus Pocus. Yeah,
1: that's cute. And finally, from me, I'd love to thank from Griffith in New South Wales, Australia. It's Jeremy Gleason. Hello, Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Griffith. Queen of Ratatouille. Oh, now is Ratatouille something apart from the name of a rat in a cartoon?
0: It's not the name of the rat. What Ratatouille is a dish. It's a vegetable dish. A very good-looking
1: mm. rat. <laughs> it's not a rat. It's a dish. <laughs> Serve me up some of that rat.
2: So G- Gen Z slang right there. Yeah.
1: Um, right. So Ratatouille is not the name of the rat. Is that a good movie?
2: Yeah, it's a great movie.
1: Huh. I bet Ratatouille is the name of like a probably like a fancy dish.
0: It's stewed. It's stewed vegetables. All kind of. Ah. Oh. Uh, assembled like that. Yes,
1: yeah, so I quite like them. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, right. There you go. Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. It would be weird to name a rat ratatouille, I guess. It would be like, name, like calling human-touille.
2: Yeah. Have I ever told you how I bombed in front of a waiter once? I was out with two friends and the meal of the day was ratatouille. So my first friend goes, I'll have ratatouille. My second friend goes, I'll have ratatouille. And I said, make that ratatouille.
4: <laughs> That's Absolutely funny.
2: Absolutely bombed. That's
0: probably because every table had said that.
2: Do you
1: reckon? I, do you reckon every table's ordering three ratatouille? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of no. a, the dish before. Yeah, I thought it was they a rat until moments ago. Maybe they just didn't ago. get it. I would, I think, can I punch it up a bit? Please. I don't think I can, but no. I would have said, you set it up again. Okay, uh, so I'll say ratatouille, I'll have ratatouille. Jess says uh, she'll yeah, have yeah, ratatouille okay. and
2: then you're me. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I'll have a ratatouille, please. Yeah, I'll also have the ratatouille, thanks. Mm, I
1: might have a rat as <laughs> <laughs>
4: The whole restaurant goes <laughs>
1: wild.
0: <laughs> Ratto as welly. are <laughs> <They're> like, okay, <laughs> what else do you want? See, Dave, don't try jokes ever again. <laughs> That's the lesson. That was the last time I tried
2: a joke. Mm. That was about eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> We're thinking, people. Hey, that's let me give right. a big shout
2: out from Carlingford in New South Wales. Thanks for the support from Frank Draper. Oh, that's Frank a good Draper. name, Frank Draper, Queen of
0: Nutcracker.
1: <laughs> queen of Nutcracker, <laughs> nice. Queen of Nutcracker, Frank Draper. That's fantastic. Oh, great. I reckon you could put that on your business cards, Frank. Frank Draper sounds like a businessman. It does. Sounds oh. like someone that would get the job done. Mm.
2: I trust you with my life already
1: Frank Draper, queen of Nutcracker What can I do for you? <laughs> Everything rhymes with this guy <laughs>
2: I would like to thank now from South Elgin in Illinois It's Riley Ness Queen of Punk
4: Oh yeah oh, Hell yeah Riley, Riley Punk
2: is a funny name for a horse
4: Yeah Punk but Just oh. punk.
2: What's your name? Punk mm, That's good Right, I love it. And from Irwin, Pennsylvania,
1: shout out to Tommy Isherwood. Pennsylvania named after a guy called Penn. Weren't that in um in a Bill Bryson book. Um No, no, I was thinking Pittsburgh. Pitt is. <laughs>
2: Named after a guy called Penn. <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Names
0: work in weird ways, I guess.
1: We've just gone Canada, Canada, Australia, Australia, US, US. What are the odds? What Whoa. are the
2: odds? And Tommy Ishwood is queen of... Rodeo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> queen of Rodeo.
1: Queen of Rodeo. Mm-hmm. Damn right. The bucking Bronco.
0: Is it my time to thank some people? Absolutely. Uh, I would love to thank from... Where are we up to? Oh, yes. From... Escondido Ooh. in California. I would love to thank Daryllyn Atkinson. Daryllyn Atkinson. What a great name! That's a fantastic. Daryllyn Atkinson. Daryllyn's beautiful, um, and Daryllyn is queen of pirates.
1: Oh yeah, it's the name. yeah Atkinson, queen pirate of queen. Pirates, love it. Broke L- the pattern there, though. Daryl, that's the only. Yeah, I mean, a pirate would. Pirate doesn't care for law and order. Nah. Canada, Canada, Australia, Australia, US, US. US? US yeah.
0: <laughs> Very disappointing. Let's see if we can turn this around. Okay. As I thank from Glasgow Ooh. Uh, in Great Britain, Tracy Matheson.
1: Ooh, Tracy Matheson's got to be queen of the Scots. No, that would make too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they queen of, Jess?
0: Biscuits. Oh, a queen of Biscuits. <laughs>
1: Best. Queen of biscuits is fantastic.
2: <laughs> Yum. <laughs> mm, I'll have a Monte Carlo, please.
1: Oh, yeah. Monte Carlo for me. The queen of biscuits. <laughs>
2: I'll have a chocolate covered teddy bear, please.
1: Oof. Oh, what is this? The dunce of biscuits?
0: Yum.
2: I love the chocolate covered
1: <laughs> one. No. No. You know then I mean the
2: other day that dunce? That's just named after a guy.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: Whoa. Gary Dunce. <laughs> They only knew. We're thinking about doing a Patreon episode about um, words that are named after people and where they came from. Love it. Because I came across, I went, Dance, that can't be real. There That's amazing. Or a bit like Ponzi scheme. Yes. Casanovas.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. We've just found a few for yeah, you. Great. All
2: right. I'll bring, some,
0: I'll bring some in for a Patreon episode. Great. Love that. And finally, to, to bring it all home, I would love to thank from Address Unknown. <gasps> we can only assume Scotland so that it all <laughs> <laughs> joins
2: up nicely. Yeah. Sophie Houston.
1: Sophie Houston. Love
2: the idea. Of from now on, we don't assume the fortress. We just assume Scotland.
1: <laughs> no, I just want.
4: No, right, it felt fun.
2: so sad. It's great. We like. I assume we've just got hundreds of extra listeners in Scotland. Okay, I've got a
0: couple of good ones
2: here. Okay, Queen of. Queen of. Gentlemen.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> or
0: good. Queen of Twist.
1: <laughs> oh, Queen of the Gentleman the t- Twist. Oh, that sounds Ooh, good.
0: That feels like twisting their nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, a, put it's in a gentle- wrestler name. Yeah. Putting a
2: gentleman in a, in a, in a twist. Yeah. The Squirrel Grip.
1: Yes. <laughs> Queen of the Squirrel Grip. There it is. Thank you so much to Sophie, Tracy, Daryl and Tommy, Riley, Frank, Jeremy, Jaden and Samuel. And the last thing we need to do, nay, want to do, is welcome a few people into the Triptych Club, a beautiful club that Jess will explain for you right now.
0: Well, what it is is if you... Uh, support us over on patreon.com for three consecutive years on the shout-out level or above, you get automatically brought into the Trip Ditch Club. It's an exclusive, very cool club. I still think of it like an airport. Uh, lounge. Mm. But mm. it's but it's got everything you could possibly need. And I'm behind the bar, I've got snacks for you. Um drink cocktail specials. Uh Dave books a band. Matt's behind the velvet rope. He lets you in, everybody cheers and goes completely nuts. Um this week I've got haggis. Oh yeah oh, and Fantastic. Scotch. So I'm in. Pretty
2: good. That's a yes from I've me. also
0: got yes. these like veggie wraps that I got from this um food truck At Edinburgh Fringe, I went back a few times because they were really freaking delicious and very crunchy and I miss them and I think about them often.
2: But you tracked them down. I've tracked them down and I've got them. That's great. They're really good. So, yeah. And as for a band, you're never going to believe it. Obviously, I book this kind of artist, this level of artistry, I have to book years in advance. Mm. But somehow I have booked Scotland's owned DJ superstar Kelvin Harris. He's Scottish. There you go. There you go. Yes. I don't believe it.
0: <laughs> you said I'm not going to believe it, and you were right. I don't thank believe you, it. Thank you. I will believe it when I see it. Isn't you don't believe that he's Scottish, or I don't believe any of it.
1: Welcome into my house. Coming into my house. It is that him? Coming into house. my house. It is a Scottish house. You really gave it away. Man, it's Scottish. Come to my wee house. <laughs> I always thought it was a different kind of house. <laughs> I thought it was a piss palace. <laughs> So we've got quite a few inductees this week. Dave, oh, are you ready to wow. you get your parts this... ready? you the hype man.
2: Yeah, so as Matt welcomes these people in, I give them a hype up, and then Jess gives me a hype up for hyping these people up to keep me going. That's right.
1: We've got 13 inductees. I'm queen Lucky of the some. hype. Oh, yeah. And Dave is queen of the hype. And here we go. Are you ready? From Rotherham in... Do you reckon that's right, or Rotherham?
2: Rotherham.
1: Rotherham. From Rotherham in Great Britain, it's Thomas Hill.
2: Look, some people said I was over the hill, and then I met Thomas, and
1: now I'm over
2: the Thomas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) From Atherton in California in the United States, it's Kendall Levison. More like Kendall Heavenson. Yeah, you're heaven. Uh, From Address Unknown, can only assume from deep within the fortress of Scotland, (laughs) it's Matt Byrne. Feel the burn, Yes. Matt. Ben is a Scottish name, I think. From Rossendale in Lancashire in Great Britain, it's William Maudsley. Certainly not Ross and Fail when William Maudsley's around. It's a musum win. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Rosin, win I was like I'm going with
1: it <laughs> From Barnett In Great Britain It's Katie Fitz Katie Fitz More like Greatest Hits Oh Katie it, Fitz it almost rhymes with Katie Greaty Hits <laughs> Katie Fitz In Anywhere You Want her. Very Good Socially Oi, oi. From London <laughs> In Great Britain It's Connor Kennedy Alright what would you do For this one Yeah go on uh, c- Certainly not cursed When it comes to Friendship Connor Kennedy I'd say uh, Your Honour Kennedy. Okay. Well, just because yours is better that one time. <laughs> <laughs> From a uh, woolen gabber in Queensland, in Australia, it's Catherine Gray. The so- Skies certainly aren't Catherine Gray when Ooh. you were around, if- you know what I mean. From uh, Breitling in the Northern Territory of Australia, it's James Rogers. You'll never have to wait, Ling, <laughs> for a good conversation when James Rogers is here. <laughs> From Pakenham in the Australian Capital Territory, it's Bo (laughs) Stephen. Bo Stephen, faux even. (laughs) That's how there was almost something there. There there What? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, you you pick it up here, Matt. Go on, go on. Uh, first thing you know, I'll be back in Bo Stephen again. Like Bo River, the ch- oh, chisel song. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'll be back in. <broken. laughs> I only just saw that through. <laughs> Bo, apologies
2: for that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes things come to my mind and I go, "I that definitely rhymes, but I can't say it
1: because it really sounds weird. Bo, I'll be in your vibe. I'll be in your vicinity. In your vicinity, in yeah. your bubble. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, good, good. I, <laughs> I wish anyway because that's in how good you orbit, are. In your orbit. Yes.
0: Because you just suck everybody towards you because you're so great.
1: Yeah. Uh, from London in Great Britain, it's Millie B. Silly me, it's <laughs> Millie <laughs> B. <laughs> can't can't improve on. From Poughkeepsie in New York, in the United States, it's Garrett Oakley. Just a
2: hop, s- Pekipski, and a step away. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Oakley is here to stay. Oh, that's
1: good stuff. <laughs> Why not jump? Shut
2: up! From Bedford in Great Britain, it's Lucas Sherd. <laughs> Let's put this night to Bedford with Lucas Sherd.
4: Whoa!
2: Uh, you oh, shared ju- me right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Honestly,
0: he just can't let you have this one thing. And- from
1: finally from Tidworth in Great Britain, it's Danny Charlotte. <laughs> No charlatan, she's the real deal. She's the real Danny. (laughs)
4: She's the
2: real Danny. Yeah, that's
1: a one too. They're no charlatan, they're the real Danny. (laughs) Welcome in Danny, Lucas, Garrett, Millie, Bo, James, Catherine, Connor, Katie, William, Matt, Kendall and Thomas. Make yourselves at home, kick your feet up. Jess sees it as an airport lounge. I've always seen it it more like a Vegas velvet lounge, you know? Lights are down low. Sexy. Yeah, maybe you're drinking a port, or in this case, a whiskey. Yeah. Frank Sinatra's on stage. But tonight it's the band. Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. (laughs) Yeah, this century's Frank Sinatra. Oh, well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Anything we need to tell people before we go, Bob?
0: That we love them and we're not mad at them for that one thing. And uh, if they want to suggest a topic. <laughs> a little disappointed. They can do that. They can go to our website, uh, where you can find info about live shows. You can see other podcasts we do. And um, you can find us
2: on socials at dogoonpod as well. Hey, we'll be back next week with another episode. Can't believe it. We're only a couple away from 400 now. Of course, you can join us for the live stream on June 17, 2023, if you want to watch that. And you can watch it live or on catch up. We're in Stupid Old Studios, so it's not just a locked off camera. We've got a full production going on there. Oh, it's going to look so good. Multiple cameras. See us from all sorts of angles. Some you probably don't want to. (laughs) So you can get tickets <laughs> for that at the website, Jess said do go on pod.com. But until then, until next week, that is. I'll say thank you so much for listening and
4: goodbye.
1: Later. Bye. Jess is drinking a pure peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. Man, that looks good. Yeah, it's already gone. I never warm. even thought about that. There's hot water in the kitchen. Yeah. Holy fuck, I could be drinking tea in here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> my Gosh. throat, my throat goes. Fuck that. So I thought, let's keep that lube. I
1: love tea. I love it up. You know what I did this morning? mug too. I sculled a tea that was too hot in the shower what because you- I'm like, i got to get in. i got to get in for the pods. I'm like, oh. You didn't think
0: to add some cold water to None it? None of or- it made could sense. Have watered it. panicking.
2: Water it down with the warm water from the shower head. Yeah, that could have helped. God.